0: And welcome back to the Book and Life podcast. Today, we're going to have a brand new book guest on. Whether they're an author, an editor, a producer, you'll never quite know. So you're in for one hell of a ride. But today, I just have to uh, do the adverts. And then I'll get us straight into that most important conversation. And as as we do every week, um, I'm going to read The Shadow which is part of the Time Guardian series, and this is book four from Marianne Curley. The battle is over, the war is won. The prophecy complete, but life can't just pick up where it left off for Ethan, struggling to cope with tragic loss, at odds with friends in the guard. He finds himself adrift, jumping in shadows and sensing someone who can't possibly be there. Blaming herself for the goddess Athena's death, Giselle swears revenge to fullify the Immortals' plan for world domination. But Giselle hadn't planned on love, and that leaves her with an unbearable choice. Should she follow her heart or the strings of a goddess short on praise but high on expectation? Who continues to pull her from the grave? As the guard and the order battles through the past and into an impossible future, darkness looks round every corner fight for the world's survival rest with just one. Is it friend or foe who stands in the shadow? And just a reminder that The Price of Freedom by Rosemary Aitken, sorry, Rosemary Rowan, um, is being donated to the Ukraine cri- refugee crisis. And here's the blurb for her book. It's uh, one of her Roman British crime series, which was written under her maiden name. All editions can be found online where all books are sold, even her agents donating her commission. Sorry, I don't have the blurb for that, but uh, that's that's what she's doing. And now, without further ado, let's get you to the guests. Welcome back, guys. And as I said, I promised you a life-changing guest He can do hot, he can do spicy, he can do sexy, and he can do smiles. And no, I'm not talking about Joe. So, we are going to bring in somebody that's going to put Joe to shame in the looks department. But I promise you, he's not an author, and this is going to be a wild ride. Without further ado, let's introduce Marcus. okay <laughs> i did better though this time
1: What? what's that
0: i did better with my intro this oh you time. did
1: really well it was i was i was uh it was it was shocking and surprising at the same time
0: <laughs> yeah i told you i thought about it because like there i said to you yeah. before we started i was like i went for a walk and everything but <laughs> yeah but to be fair i i've been kind of listening to raven for like oh there we
1: go 24 yeah. hours so. yeah he is a talker he does not he does not know when to stop
0: well, no, I, like, I, I, cause my friend, she's, she obsessively listens to wrestling podcasts. So like anytime, anything to do with anything that's related to me comes out, she's like tings me. Right. Yeah. So I think she's planning at some point to email him and be like, cause you can, you can email in the Raven show, the fan yeah. stuff. Right and she so wants to email him in and go what do you think of Crystal McCarrington doing wrestling erotica because she's wanting him to talk about it so bad (laughs) but I don't think he'll ever approach the subject because it's we're such a small group of writers who do it like I don't think he has really kind of come across it and I think he's still old school way of thinking oh it's smut it's smut you know
1: but yeah we'll see I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, and we'll see what he does.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm like, I keep telling my friend, "Don't do it, don't do it," because like, I don't want that awkwardness of, "Did you usually send that email?" Or I'll be like, "No, no, it's like." <laughs> well, as long as
1: you don't send it, right? As long as you don't. I mean, if if it's him, yeah. then it's, If it's her, then it's like it's fine. Then it's like it's like it's it's. Yeah, she did it on behalf of you, maybe, but not really.
0: Yeah, like, well, she does like because um, I took her to Manchester. I thought it was Doncaster. I must have been really hammered that weekend because I thought I was in Doncaster, but I was in Manchester, apparently. So uh, she had dug out all these One uh, PW. Remember, I showed you the the video of this. Yeah.
1: yeah. So she
0: dug out all these One PW stuff, and the one shot I didn't put in the video was this night out we had before we went to the shows. I um the most sober person in the group but I'm telling the most inappropriate jokes, right? So there's this picture of me literally my sides are like killing me from all the laughing we've been doing and everyone's falling about laughing and the security guard's trying to get this picture of us, right? It's just not happening. I think I made this story of, could you imagine if you get fucked by a seal, what would happen? (laughs) And everyone just died. It was like it was total random. I hadn't even, like, thought about it. I just opened my mouth and it fell out, kind of like. thing. Which, if well, you're random me...
1: I say shit like that all the time. Yeah, but what would happen? That's an interesting...
0: I don't know. Like, no, a... I, I was just like, I wonder what it would be like if a seal tried to fuck you. It's,
1: like, I'd be bit aggressive. by a seal,
0: but they're never be.
1: aggressive, so, I mean, that that could go down pretty horribly, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would, right? Yeah. So, it's I said that. Nice, yeah. That, that's been, like, my legendary joke with that group of, of girls that we went out with. Like, they never forgot that. Um, which is weird, because it's, like, t- it's 12 years ago. 12 years ago, I think, three or four days ago that we went to uh, 1PW. And I brought her as a gift for her passing her university course and graduating. But also, there was, like, a secret thing in there for me. Like, I'm not going to a <laughs> wrestling show on my own. I don't want to do this on my own I don't know if I had a sick sense that the guys are going to be like weird or whatever
1: Mm.
0: so I'm like yeah I'm not going on my own and it was like I was I lost my bathing suit that weekend somebody stole my my swimsuit out of the hotel room I still don't know where that went (laughs) it's fucking random Like it 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 was absolutely random I found the girl in my room the first day Second day, my bikini disappeared. Third day, oh my god, the hangover. We, we checked out on the third day, but I was like... Phew. I drank way too much. But here's the thing. The guys kept buying me drinks all night, and I had this like round table where we were sitting. 90% of the drinks on that table were mine, and I just hadn't gotten to them. <laughs> so there's like four or five bottles of Blue Wicked. <laughs> Five shots of rum. I did do the shots of rum before I went to bed, though. Um, I mean, oh and, yeah, and this was in
1: Manchester because I, I had I was I did a I did a job in, in Birmingham. Oh really? And, yeah, and I was I had a there's this there's a there's a there's, a, there's an apartment in the film film uh, when you make the movies it's like there's a department called facilities basically and what they do oh, is yeah. they they drive yeah. all the trucks and they just make sure everything that's where you have lunch that where breakfast blah, yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah. And, and, um, and, uh, these guys are like, they, these guys are like men. I mean, they, 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 they drive in, and, and they, they do incredible, I mean, they park like a, they have like all these, they have like a three piece like truck that they can just park on a dime. It's like, it's, it's incredibly impressive. Yeah. Uh, but, and then we were out having a couple of drinks and what I didn't kind of really, I, I mean, I, 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 I can kind of hold my own. But with these people? <laughs> oh my god. We started partying at like like seven and I was done yeah. at nine. I was like, I'm fucking I'm going home. I'm going home. This is fun, but so, too much.
0: To be honest, like I didn't realize till I went down for breakfast one morning with uh I went down on my own. I was like coffee Jonesing or something. And I had drank two of the wrestlers onto the table and I didn't even fucking know. But, before, but at that time, I drank rum constantly. Like, if I drink rum, it has no effect on me whatsoever. It's weird. But if I drink other stuff, I crash really fast. Like, I'm a super, super lightweight if it's anything but rum. And I swear that's my genetics from my family because my, my grandfather was a smuggler, right? He smuggled shit. Um, we only found this out after he passed, but yeah, he used to smuggle, well, no, actually that's a lie. I, I knew he smuggled stuff when I was a teenager cause I got my first set of cigarettes off him. Um, really? which is oh. funny cause like I'm, I'm 13 years old. I think my grandfather thought I was 16. I were sitting in my house and I, I lied to get out of school that day. I remember that much. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to school today. I'm going to make shit up and just stay home. But my mom didn't trust me to stay home on my own, so she sent my grandfather run. And so he does, he had those really uh, old fisherman roll-ups, you remember those? Yeah, yeah. Like, it comes in the tin, and it's got, like, the really weird filters on them. So I didn't know he was coming. I'm outside smoking uh, proper filtered cigarettes. And he was like, he caught me, basically. Caught me. And he's like, you're smoking? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell mom, cause like I'm thinking I'm getting, my ass is gonna get hot tonight, like my mom's gonna scald me or whatever. Um and he goes, no, no, he says, come into the house, I want to show you something. He makes me roll his cigarettes. Now I'd been doing this on and off since I was like seven, so he makes me roll them up, and he's like, right now we're gonna go outside and smoke, and I had to smoke two of his. Oh my god, were they
1: awful. Yeah, but I, I think there was, I think there was this big thing. I don't know if this is the same in, in, in the UK, but in Sweden, people, people kept telling me that it, it was actually better for you to smoke. If you rolled it yourself, it was actually better. This is way back. I mean, this is way back before people actually knew how bad yeah. cigarettes were. But they, I mean, they, if you rolled them yourself and you smoked yeah. them, people went, that's more healthy because there's less chemicals than in the, in the ones you buy. Oh, <laughs> it's really? Just, like, this no, bullshit. Like, no, because
0: like, like he gave me a tin of Baki, right? Yeah. I can't roll these for shit. I never have been out rolling for shit, either. And, uh, so... Because I used to make his too thick. Like, mm. I he used to get these really... I used to make them, like, little cigars. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, so... He he gave me this tin, and I took it to college, and I thought, when I get really, really, really... skint, I'll have the roll-ups. <laughs> I ended up trading the roll-ups for drink. <laughs> Instead, I got totally hammered that weekend, but, um, I got nicknamed Pixie, uh, just, just as I went to college, because when I drink, I have a tendency, when I get to the really, really drunk part, I strip, because I overheat, so
1: <laughs> Oh, you strip, okay, so Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. so uh, yeah.
0: My friends, like, I'd gone, I'd left the club before her, and I'd gone back to the the campus. Now, I had slept on a roundabout by this point. It took me, like, four hours to get home that night. So I had a nap on the roundabout, and then I had a nap. Uh, She found me in the bush, that's what it was. So there was this, like, little trail of clothes to the bush. And she finds me. My legs are up in the air, like, my feet are literally on top of the bush, and I'm in the middle of the bush. Just, like, (sighs) So she wakes me up. I keep stripping on the way in. <laughs> this is why my flatmates never locked our front door. So I get in and I, I collapse in my room. She comes in the next day. She's the kind of person that doesn't really have hangovers. I don't mind. Like so people. she comes into my room the next day and she pulls the curtains open. She goes, Good morning, pics! Pulls the curtains open, pulls my covers off me, and I'm just lying there like, Fuck you. <laughs> She's like, "Do you remember anything last night?" And I'm like, "No, no." Because like when I drink, I black like everything. From, I don't get my memory back for like four days. And I get, and then I get it back in like bits and pieces, which is which is great for me because then I don't I can literally say to people I don't know what the fuck I did. But not so great in four days' time when I when it all comes back and I'm like. I'm sorry, I remember what I did. Did I do that? You know, like... mm. So, that night, I had tried to beat up a guy who was a professional MMA fighter. Mm. Apparently. I still don't know why I did it. But she ended up, like, hooking me around the waist to try and stop me. Now, I kicked him in the, the, the gut. I was literally beating him, which was crazy in her mind. So she hooks me around the waist, and she's like, she's bruises all over her chest where I've been elbowing her, and then she has all these marks on her shins where I kicked the living crap out of her legs. And she literally dragged me inside and force-fed me coffee for like two hours.
1: Why, why were you fighting it? What happened? What, you don't know? No, I don't know. Uh,
0: he, made, he, he made the comment of, um... Oh yeah, I remember what it was. Wrestlings for pussies... <laughs> so you must want to be a pussy if you want to be with a guy that's a wrestler and for some reason she's like you just went from you know from pics the really happy-go-lucky sexy stripper to this sudden i'm gonna fucking kill you in like 2.3 seconds or something and he had no recollection of what he said to me at all um, and then I, I didn't get it back for like four days. And then I was like, are oh, you, you prick <laughs> when I got my memory back and he's like, he's like, it's not what I meant to say. He said it totally came out wrong. So we ended up okay. Um,
1: what did he mean though? <laughs>
0: he, he meant that like, I, I must think that, you know, like, uh, dating a, a wrestler was like a step down from dating an MMA guy was essentially what he was trying to say. and
1: Depends on your, on your perspective, of course. He,
0: yeah, but Dave, he knew Dave. he knew my life rules. He knew, like, I have the rule of never date a wrestler, never fuck a wrestler, yeah. never marry a wrestler, don't date a dance guy, and don't screw a dance guy. Those were my five rules, right? Yeah. So he figured, because he was MMA, he would sleep with me because I wasn't breaking my rules, right? And it was just so funny and because she she had a because we'd be doing the turn on contest in the kitchen before this so, so my two male friends had turned her on I had turned her on and then it came to like my turn and essentially I'm like oh well you guys are my my type and then they kind of took offense to that <laughs> Um and apparently that's when I t- that's when I turned around and said you're not you're not You're. <laughs> I was like I like guys who have At least experienced some debauchery there you go. And then they were like What's that mean And of course apparently I'm pissed as a fart And I'm like oh well you know I like guys with tattoos and scars And guys that like to hit each other with steel chairs And stuff like that And then of course my friend was like Basically she just wants to fuck Raven So that was where, like, that (laughs) legacy from college started. Like, anyone that was at college with me, if I would get drunk, because they all watched wrestling in the common room, and I'd come in and be like, ah, you should watch ECW. this is shit, and then I'd walk out. You know, it was like, you know, it was just, like, apparently my thing. Um, So yeah, that was, like, the, the legacy that followed me after that. And there was two guys that did... They didn't, like, chase me, I suppose. But there was two guys that, like, followed me. Um. Around college. And I tried to date in college, but it it never worked out well. But I did totally, um, I screwed up two guys that was there. Like, we nicknamed one guy Tigger because he just literally bounced everywhere. Like, it was like he was constantly hyperactive. Um, I love that guy to death. We still keep in touch. And the other guy was, um... We nicknamed him Bambi because he was like six 6'9 and he was just all limbs he was literally okay. all limbs and he would come down to mine and I would I stutter when I drink <laughs> so there was like I was taking a panic attack one night and I was like they're all laughing at me and I'm going shut the fuck up you know and like all this sort of stuff and they're literally lying on the the concrete floor dying and I'm trying to like get something out and I just couldn't get it out so um yeah but I used to also dance in ballet shoes in the car park at like 3 o'clock in the morning I still don't know why I did that but yeah why not so that was
1: was college legacy for me you mentioned Tigger and and Bambi there's there's this new have you seen the new have you know the the films uh when you blood and honey
0: no
1: no it's it's basically a I forget the name of the director. It's a, a director producer, and he's basically taking like these old uh, children's fairy tales, and he's like just reimagining them, and saying, yeah. like, "Okay, so, so Christopher Robin left all his toys in the in whatever the forest is the, the name of the forest that they're in, and
0: yeah. he
1: comes back later and they're supposed to get married, and now these 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 toys are just abandoned, and they're really upset." <laughs> so... <gasps> So it's just a murder. It's just a murder. I haven't seen the films, but just a picture. It sounds like just insane, insane and fun. I mean, it's, it's and that's what they're supposed to be. So, so but they were made for like nothing, and they made millions. It's like it's, so. Uh, and the crazy. next one, I think the next one is actually, I think it's Bambi or if, if it's Peter Pan. I don't know which one it is, but yeah. he takes all the rights of books or plays that are um, that are now free because it's. I think it's like it's sixty years after the.
0: Death is the author, or, yeah, yeah, something
1: yeah. like that, and then then uh, then you can do whatever you want with it. So he's just taking these IPs and just, I mean, just he's not ruining them, but he's like
0: rewriting them and kind of, really, yeah, yeah, changing. And them, I
1: love yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not, this is no criticism at all. I'm just, yeah. this is just,
0: oh, well, we criticize great. everything on this show, it's fine.
1: What, what's that?
0: We criticize everything on the show, it's fine, yeah,
1: no, but I mean, I'm just, I mean, I. I, no I'm not I'm, I'm abs- in no way am I criticizing it I think it's a, extremely funny I haven't seen the films I don't know if they're what they're like but it's like yeah. just a, just a, the idea is funny so yeah so,
0: so I guess we should really try and talk about waking before we forget waking, um, up, his um, okay. yes. waking there, up his wife yes waking up his wife which is the whole reason you're coming on today yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and me do this by the way I see see we were supposed to talk about the contract in our podcast.
1: Wow. And we didn't.
0: I think we like talked for an hour about wrestling and all this other stuff. And we then eventually got to the contract thing. And it was like two minutes we talked about the contract.
1: Well, Which um... is
0: not the point of the whole podcast. But, you know, uh, it's just me and Joe. Yeah. I don't think we ever stay on track, me and Joe. So, yeah. Um... So, yeah, tell us, tell us about what made you want to do Waking uh what it waking up his wife sorry i keep shortening it
1: it's just we call it waking because it's
0: it's easier
1: because it's easier basically yeah, yeah.
0: and it's not like the guy that i'm co-writing with at the moment he'll tell me things like oh you can do b c it's it's quicker than writing the whole word and i'm like no i like I like writing the whole world I don't want to shorthand this
1: You can do that um, in emails and text messages You cannot do that in a script Exactly thank, yeah. <laughs> thank you Thank
0: like, you. Because I have <laughs> this argument with him every day Um, That I work with him And it's like So I, I do purposely write out the words The other thing that I do And this really annoys him Is you know how I write what is And he always yeah. wants me to, like shorten it So he's like people What's don't so talk fair. like that And I'm like when I wrote my my promos As he would call it I wrote it out like that because I knew that if I wrote it in shorthand I'd fuck it up and forget it because I'd have to write it out and memorize it because I don't dance with glasses on so I can't read anything so (laughs) because Marie can actually see and Crystal actually can't so it was kind of humorous um, but yeah he he calls me a lot all the time so what was it about waking up his wife that you were like this has got to be a film
1: well the the the, the way, for me, the way it started was, was that, I mean, we met, you and I met before I saw the project, Great Compass Wife. I mean, so we met first, uh, and for a different project and for different reasons that's yep. gonna be done later. Uh, but, um, so it started there and then, and then basically you just, you, you, like, in a very, uh,
0: very right loosely, way. you
1: pitched it to me through, uh, during, we, we were speaking about something, we had, we had a meeting about this other project, and you said something about yep. it and and it was like, um, and you just mentioned, like, romance, wrestling, and comedy, and I was like, that sounds, and you said, I, I remember something else that, that just, you said something else about it. it was also the setting of it, basically, but it was just a really short pitch, and I was like, this is... Yep. Um And then you sent sent the script to me, and I was like, "This is extremely funny." I mean, it's 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 extremely funny, but it's not it's not only extremely funny, but it's like it's the, it's the way. It's based, sorry, this is gonna now I'm going now I'm, we're going down the rabbit hole. Sorry, now okay. Oh so no, go we're, down
0: the rabbit hole. That's well, fine. I'll, I'll pull you back if we need to.
1: Comedy, in, in my in my first love, how I how I learned. I'm I'm fully Swedish, and I I, I have no American, even though this sounds kind of somehow sounds American.
0: Yeah, you do sound uh, uh, like you grew up next door to Raven for some reason.
1: There we go. And Michigan, M- M- Middle America is usually what I get, but but uh, or no, it's usually they, they don't really know where I'm from. It's like, so you're from America? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a shitload of people. But all right, but yeah. but anyways, uh, so my first my first venture into the English language was basically trying to read Shakespeare because I, I I which is yeah I know that's I, brutal. That's brutal, brutal. brutal. Yeah, it's a brutal start to 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 getting into. Um, and my first, my, so I started reading it, and I had a really hard time because it's like Shakespeare's rough. I mean, it's like if, even if you're a, if you're if you're a native, it's like it's pretty. Yeah, fun. yeah. I, but, I
0: I could never do it, so yeah.
1: I but but what was fun about about Shakespeare is he writes uh, tragedies and comedies, and he writes history and he writes beyond but <laughs> Tragedies <laughs> and comedies, basically. And and even if it's a comedy, if it's Shakespearean comedy, that does not mean the entire thing is funny. It just means that in the end of the play, it ends on a positive note. A tragedy is the opposite. Yeah. So basically, yeah. so basically, Romeo and Juliet is a tragedy because well, well spoiler alert, they die at the end. Uh, and yeah. and and then much do about nothing is this comedy because of blah blah blah. Same reasons, but the opposite. So yeah. my my so what what actually attracted me to the fact that this was was, was interesting is was it was not because we we we've kind of. We've kind of the way we're saying when we're talking about comedies today, we're saying, "Oh, it has to be funny." It's like Borat. I love Borat. Borat is one of the funniest films I've ever seen. But but it's not yeah. that that's I mean that's almost closer to farce. So basically, comedy is is a mm-hmm. happy ending, and and comedies all, can also be extremely dark. I mean, it can, and and yeah, and that was what kind of what attracted me to this project. groups like it is funny. It's a rom-com. It's Love Actually, Notting Hill, but it's uh, but it's closer. To, but but it has deep and brutal aspects to it. I mean, it's like it's like we have the the Kong versus Godzilla fight. I mean, that's yes. I mean. So it's like there, there's so the the, the 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 process of it. The, 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 there are people who do this all the time, and there's a Swedish guy called Rubenos, who has a tendency of doing this, where he's he does a comedy. But it's, it's like, the, the only reason it's a comedy is because it's, there, there's there's satire to it. And that's, that's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I,
0: I get, like... I get that because when I wrote it originally, it was based off of my weekends from hell, as I call it, in Manchester. Yeah. yeah. And I got two books out of that weekend. So I'm happy. I got Summer of Him and Waking Up His Wife, which is fantastic. And then... Um, and then more books. No, I ended up, I ended up around Joe after that, uh, no. cause I think Joe and me met, god, it must be like two thousand. I wanna say 2009, but I think it was, it was, bef- it was after Manchester, I remember that. Um, because I met Rhino first, and I remember thinking, oh, he's a bit weird. And he treated me kinda like half of the time he was really nice, and then half the time he wasn't. So it was like a weird kind of, mm. You know, sort of image I had from him, and then I had the other wrestlers who were like one wouldn't talk to me because he was reborn Christian and thought I was like devil incarnated, and then the other guy who basically spent the entire three days trying to sleep with me. So it was like totally bizarro world for me, and that and funnily enough, the guy that was American that tried to sleep with me was not the one that turned up at my room at three o'clock in the morning that was trying the to boy get in. To
1: Christian, no.
0: No, no. Please,
1: that would be better. It would be amazing if it was him. Sorry, sorry. No,
0: the guy that was like the reborn Christian. Honestly, you would have thought that I was going to like burn away his soul or something. He wouldn't even, he, when he sat with us at the table, he made sure he was like three seats away from me. I didn't make direct eye contact. Would not make direct eye contact with me. It was hilarious. But yet he hugged my best friend who was doing Monty Python jokes all weekend.
1: So, yeah, kind of curious about that. Christians, right? to be honest, the Monty yeah. Python weren't they weren't they weren't the shit list, so to speak. So.
0: Yeah, so I'm surprised. Like he he thought she was funny, so he hung out with her more.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I ended up. I end always ended. I always seemed to end up at Rhino's table. Like I don't know why, but I always ended up at Rhino's table. So, um, but yeah, no, it was actually the Scottish heavyweight champion turned up. He's passed away now, but he turned up at my room at three o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> I was like, "There's not enough coffee in the world to deal with you at three o'clock in the
1: morning." No, go away. <laughs>
0: um, I because I remember
1: basically just do uh, yeah. The like
0: I, I'm going to. Oh my god, I'll probably be walking around with an IV kind of thing, like with coffee in it. I, I will so need that. But yeah. Um. So. So yeah i got I got the stories out, and then. I stupidly told a wrestler my wrestling friend about what happened that weekend and like the fact that this guy kept messaging me and I didn't know how to handle it because I was with somebody and it blew up in my face because he got super pissed that I spoke to this other wrestler dude about like well I really want I want it to be friends like I want us to be friends but I don't want the, the weirdness and so apparently, yeah, that blew up my face. But, mm. but, saying that, it taught me a lesson that not to always, like, if you've got a problem, don't always go to a different wrestler to ask for, like, help. Just ball up and just deal with it yourself. Uh, there is still times that I, because I call Joe Father Joe, and I say that in the podcast, there's times that I will message him and I'll go, I'll have a freak out with him. I'll be like, I'll be like, "Oh my god, I feel like this. I feel like that. I feel like this. I feel like that," and he'll say to me, "Crystal, you're in your own fucking head. Like, okay. sh- mm. shut up. <laughs> you know, stop, stop overthinking things because I overthink everything." Um, as you're probably aware from our conversations.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah. Isn't that but, a creative aspect of it? Or yeah, we actually had this, uh, had this, uh, we had this discussion. I mean, my wife uh, earlier this morning, and we were talking about. Because she, she was watching a show. It's that's, that's that's about like just it's 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 just about these horrible human beings, and they're all just horrible human beings. And she's like, I'm 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 um, I'm attracted to this show, even though everybody is. They're just basically pieces of shit. All of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and 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 we were talking about why and how how that is the appeal.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. the... Yeah. Everyone everyone, always said they didn't get my character Marie when I was performing, right? Yeah. When you boiled it down, she was a borderline psychopath with obsessive tendencies and she had no social (laughs) skills. Yeah. That was the three things that I used, like constantly. But everyone thought I had such a deep and dark and layered character. No, I didn't. I just fucking cheated the entire time. Like I didn't didn't think about it. I just I acted it. Like oh, because here's here's the story. I got tested over six times, six different times. My mother had me tested to see if I was a psychopath. Six times, <laughs> six times, and it, it, I didn't know about it. I didn't know what these tests I kept getting were. And then. Um, my therapist sat me down because I said to her, I'm like, I'm scared I'm a psychopath because I can turn my emotions off and I can compartmentalize stuff. And she goes, you're not. She said, it's because of your, the writing that you do. You fixate on things and then you compartmentalize it. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. But because my mom didn't understand it, she just assumed because I would go from like, literally fighting my brother in the living room to then singing and dancing in my bedroom. Like, that was how quick it was.
1: But I think that's, there's a different, there's a, there's a one more aspect to that, I think. It's because, yeah. it's also because we, I mean, in, in our daily work, as a, as, a, as, a, as a writer, as a director, I write as well, but yeah. as a director, writer, the only thing we're trying to do in every single situation is find the conflict. So every scene, yeah. if, if it's, if there's no conflict, there's no scene, basically, because nobody wants to, Nobody wants to watch a film where everybody's happy and everything's exactly. great at the end, because then that's super boring.
0: And life's boring too.
1: And life is pretty boring. I mean, just I mean, if you if you filmed my breakfast with my, my wife and my kid, people would watch it because it's like it's. Like, I mean, we find it intriguing and so What are you going to do today? Well, I'm going to blah yep. blah blah, and then have fun. And then we put sunscreen on. It's like that's incredibly. It's like no, it's, there's no It's mundane. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, but but and I think and I think that could rub off on social situations as well because we're so and i i, I don't know I've, I've been thinking about this a lot there's things going on with the with our school uh now um, where I'm i heard with, about
0: that That's awesome. yeah i know
1: but it's, it's just yeah. i'm fighting with politicians and it's just like it's just like i and and people are like oh why are you why are you so why are you so prone to conflict and it's like and i, I don't even see it as a conflict i'm seeing it yeah. as like we have to take care of our children yeah um, of course. it doesn't really I mean I don't really care about the feelings of a principal if they don't do their jobs they have to they have to toughen up and do their jobs basically
0: or get and, lost yeah yeah that'd that yeah. be my and, take on it yeah
1: yeah but it's like it's but what it, what's what's interesting is that most people don't don't like conflict and I think we are kind of it's like kind of like people are built work for, for it. it yeah yeah it's it's it, but it's also everything but we're always looking for it. in every mm. every situation we have to find Cause if there's a scene that there's no conflict it's not a scene if exactly. it's a book without a conflict it's not really a not it's not really, really a book no yeah. so it's like it's like there's no stories without conflict i mean it's like yeah and, yeah
0: and i think i think for me like i i had such a weird childhood like because i when i was at home I didn't know what to do with myself, because in a hospital you have friends always around. It's like a big slumber party. Our ward was open, so there was like 30 of us in this open ward. So there was always somebody who couldn't sleep, so we always had someone to talk to. You know, we always had... Like, we always sat around and shared stories and came up with stuff. I mean, that was the whole reason I even got... Like, I used to get dragged into the adolescent room when I was four to watch ECW. Like, how freaking crazy is that? Like, somebody would say, oh, you know, like, I've got this wrestling show or whatever. Um, And I'd be like, oh, okay. And the next thing I would have a headlock around my neck and somebody would be forcefully dragging me to the adolescent rooms, which was basically the teenage room. And we would just sit and we would just watch wrestling for hours and then they started bringing in shoot videos and then i would watch that like i've seen a lot of jericho's stuff which is kind of weird um because i i never was a i like him yeah but he's not somebody i'd want to meet because i don't want to break the illusion you know and. Um, yeah, like, the, don't meet your heroes is a perfect example, because I did meet some of my heroes. Like, Rhino, when I met him, I used his gore in a in a fight, in a, in a park, in a school playground. I was, in, I was a bit 10. I was reading The Rock's book, I think it was like 10 anyway. I was reading The Rock's book, I was in primary 6, this guy had come up from Wales, and he decided he was going to beat the shit out of me. Because I was standing up for this kid that lived across the road from me and he was picking on him. And he was like, oh, I'll just beat your ass, like, thinking that I know nothing. Not realizing I'm wearing a Dwayne Johnson Rock t-shirt, right? I've got his book, which is sitting on the, I put it on the, the top of the bin. And he goes to hit me and I just spear him straight into the wall. Literally, straight into the wall. And... That was, like, the the move that saved me from that fight, because as soon as I had him in the wall, he had no air, because I had hit him so hard, and I weighed nothing. I was four and a half stone in weight. Like, that That was what I weighed at the time. So, I had to, like, think of all the moves that I'd ever seen, like, Sean Waltman, who was X-Pac, I used his kicks... Like, everything I'd I'd watched over the years in wrestling, I just suddenly started using. But I didn't pull back. I, like, made sure I made contact. And that rescued me. And then when I met Rhino, it was like, he was not what I thought he would be. And then I was like, there was a little bit of disappointment inside of me as well. Like, I was just like, oh. But saying that, since then, we have kind of gotten better at communicating. And there is that kind of connection because he w- he's been on my book covers. I mean, yeah. how many people can say they've actually got a wrestler on the book covers? Uh, apparently, I can. now say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, that was totally Joe though. Joe set that up. It's like oh we'll, we'll put Rhino on a bright pink book cover, and he's sitting on a motorcycle and, and he's he's in a bright pink book cover. So yeah. Um. So, as of tomorrow, everything will be all legal on my end.
1: Well, I, may, you know, I think so.
0: No, no, no. I've been told it <laughs> that will. Sounded, that I'm, I've, a I've bit been told weird. it will be. Yes, that, I've been told. It's a bit,
1: bit strange, but, but I, yeah, I think I think everything will be signed by tomorrow.
0: Yeah, which is which is yeah. awesome, because when this comes out, it'll all be technically legalized. It just
1: sounded a little strange when you said, by tomorrow, everything I do is, a, is more legal. It's like, well...
0: Well, yeah, we'll I suppose... <laughs> Technically, 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 Uh, which is weird because like I, because like when we were coming on, I was thinking to myself, do I mention who I'm writing with or don't I?
1: Well, we can't, we don't know yet, do we? Because it's like you are writing with that person, but we don't know if we have the permission to say who you're writing with.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But that's the lure, isn't it? Because now we can come back and we can talk about that and say, well, it it was this dude or dudette. Who knows?
0: Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, you know that I'm rewriting some of Him right now. Because I'm basically yeah. rewriting it in preparation to go to do the, my live appearance, which is on June 24th at the Meadow Park Library, for all of those of you that listen that are in the UK. Uh, so I was rewriting it. Uh, let's just say, now that we've talked about who... I would have is like because I need to know the characters I'm writing for, right? Yeah. So it was so weird the other day I was doing the rewrites. I'm five pages in, uh, five pages into eighty-three, three, and uh, I was sort of like playing it in my head, like of what it would be like to act in it. Because like if I did do some of him, I would totally act in it, and it was like hilariously funny to me. I couldn't write because I kept laughing at myself. Because I'm right, I don't think that I'm a hot girl, right? I, I'm gonna put this out there. Everyone knows this about me, except I agree.
1: for I don't think I'm a hot girl either. So, we, we are
0: well, place. yeah, you're just a hot dude, but that's it. Oh, way. there we go. Uh, <laughs> see, there there just, you, I you go. I put you over. I put you over. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it's funny to me because one of my nicknames um, from 16 and on has been Pocket Rocket, right. Because apparently, apparently, and I don't know that I do this, I apparently flirt with guys, and I have a strange effect on them, right? And I have no clue. Apparently I am absolutely oblivious. I do this with girls, too. Absolutely oblivious. But, so, my friends started nicknaming me Spitfire (laughs) and Pocket Rocket behind my back. So anytime I go and do stuff, particularly when it's, um... Appearances or anything like that I turn it up Like apparently I turn this part of me up That I'm totally unaware of So I'm like I'm going to be thinking That I'm like the ugliest Leading female on the entire set The entire time And that was like how When I was writing I'm like Oh no one's going to believe this shit (laughs) This is going to be the worst fucking movie ever There you go Yeah 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 but it is funny, because, like, what people don't realize about erotica authors is we actually study. Seriously, we actually have... Yeah, we study. Yeah. And it's like, every year, I take two months out of my writing time to go away and study the new erotic stuff. Like, the rules. Like, how far you can go. What can you show? What can't you show? What's, you know, forbidden? What's yeah. not forbidden? Yeah. And then you also... There's, like... You watch life coaches as well, so like, how do you flirt sexily, and what do you yeah. not say to a guy in text, or what things do you not do to a guy? You know, the list For of stuff. all
1: guys out there, dick pics aren't cool. Mm,
0: mm, well, all right. Mm. Sorry. Well, here's the thing, right? Okay, there's two <laughs> types of women. There's the women that like them, and then there's the women that don't. Are
1: there women who like them? Yeah. So that's why people send them. I, I, I this no. is this is a genuine. I mean, sorry, this is this is actually a genuine question. Right. I've never done it, and I don't understand why you would do it. But, but. Yeah. Apparently, if 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 I mean, I.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So a I throw bit. my
1: hands up and I give up. I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't understand it. Well,
0: it's, I'll explain it. Um. Right. So there's some <laughs> women that like to see what they're getting before they get themselves into it, and that's kind of where that comes from.
1: Yeah, but but then it's... Well, Alright, well, I can see that. I can understand that. Well, you, well, you don't
0: want to go into a room. Because most of us know what we can take and what we can't take, right? So you don't want to go in a room, find out a guy's too small, and then you feel nothing, right? Because yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, yeah. you know, hopeless. But then, on the other side, you don't want to be a woman that's extremely tight, and then you end up with a really hung guy, because that shit just hurts, Right? no matter how turned on you are that shit just hurts right so
1: but that's a little different from dick pics though because that's No because like it shows like, you what like you're getting like you can asking, you
0: can right? figure out by looking at it oh i could take that or mm, yeah. Ugh, no you know it gives yeah. you so i was always a i was always a kind of positive for that when i was dating not now <laughs> cuz i know what my husband's is but it helped with me in particular cuz i I was always curious, um, but there is girls who find it a turnoff because they like the illusion, like they build you up in your in their head about what they're getting into, or what they might unwrap, and then there's, so there's, that's where the, kind of the divide is. I was
1: more, I was more, it was more, it was more a, uh, I mean, I was more, it asks a, as a, as a, um, as a gesture of. I don't. know why you would send one. That's basically what I'm saying. I mean, if you, if you, if, if it's if, okay if, you, if a girl asks you to send it. Well, that's but what I mean. Don't if, if just randomly you forward, send one.
0: Like, as I've had that happen to me, and I'm like, who the fuck's this? You know. Yeah. I mean, um,
1: that there, there's no. I mean, I don't. I don't see why that would be a turn on for anyone. I don't even know. why it's, you it, would, I
0: think it's the getting caught because, like, I know when I used to have my Bluetooth on in the the train. This this happened to me all the time when I was younger. Um. I would sit on the train and I'd turn my Bluetooth on just for fun. And I would get these random bloody pictures that would come through my phone of all these different dudes sending me stuff. And I'd be like, Am I that hot that they're sending me this? No, it's just because my name was Pix on my phone. It showed up as Pix on my Bluetooth. And essentially, they were just looking for hookups. And, you know, they thought. If they send a picture of their penis, that it would, you know, make me interested. It never worked like that unless I actually knew who you were.
1: No, but but, but I that's always sent the funny mean,
0: shit back. Like, really, is that it? Like, I got really good at my witty, mean, impolite comments. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll true ever, every every answer should be. You should look into that. There's a thing there that probably shouldn't be there. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. um, because like when I was writing with my co writer, then. I, 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 we were reading the dialogue, and I went, Oh shit, I actually said, one of the lines I, I said to somebody in real life, um, and this this made him laugh, actually, and then he was like, Oh, that's mean Crystal, um, was, Oh great, now I have to get tested for STDs. And I actually said that to a guy, not meaning it, but it was like, you know, the night after Regret? you know like I didn't know what to say it was awkward we're lying there and I knew he was a bit of a player and I, I just said it not like because I, I just say shit off the cuff like all the time Ian, know I'll say something to Ian that'll absolutely make him piss himself laughing because he'll be like did you just say that like it'll be just something completely out of nowhere no context nothing and he will go did you just say that like did I hear what she just said so that that's what I did with him. Um, but yeah, I've had a lot of fun writing some... Well, I've had a lot of fun with Waking. Except for a lot of the time, I have got, like, the worst doubt about myself, though. Now, like, that we're getting there. like It's I mean, weird, because, is... like, writers get that when somebody else is, like, doing their... To
1: me, this has been... A, I mean, I yeah. understand that this has been horrible for you.
0: Oh, gosh, but, yeah.
1: But, but 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 for me...
0: You've just enjoyed <laughs> I... it.
1: No, no, no! I'm not not enjoying you sweating. I'm not enjoying that that you're being that 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 you're feeling like. But to me, it was just basically every after every writing session, I would get a text message from you <laughs> saying "fuck," <laughs> and then I would get a text message from from the other the other writer saying, "Oh, we're making so much progress." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but going back to conflict, I was like. Shit's going on. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, and So so things are happening with the script. And then, yeah. you know what? I read the first 20 pages. It's really good. <laughs> so, so whatever you're doing, I know it's horrible. I know it's horrible for you. But I'm kind of like, well, I mean, the, the script's good. The worst part is, like, the person
0: apologizes at the end. And he goes... Did he? Or he has he, twice, she, yeah. With that? Uh, but he, he, he goes... He goes, I don't know who you must have worked with before if I come off as nice.
1: But does he come off as nice?
0: <laughs> not always.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's yeah, okay. But
0: <laughs> to be honest, like, he's not the worst I've ever worked with because... He's a good guy. I'm he not saying is. he's a bad guy. He's a great yeah. guy. But he doesn't realize, like, <laughs> I had a strip club named after me, so I taught some strippers to strip, right? And so I've had dogs abuse since I was sixteen about you've got no talent, you know, you're you're never gonna go anywhere, you're never gonna make it, and all this sort of stuff, whether it was dancing, whether it was acting, whether it was was writing. So even my own acting person, like the piece of person that taught me to act, he was brutal with me. Absolutely brutal with me. So we would, he would always pick me to do these weird acting things. Like one time he put us in a, he puts us in like containers, right? So you got to imagine yourself in a plastic container with concrete top lid, concrete bottom, and he's feeding you the air, right? Now you can't talk because he can't hear you and you've got to convince him to let you out. So that's our exercise. And then if you don't convince him to let you out, you have to pretend to die, and then stay dead, right? So this is the exercise. And he always picked on me. Always picked on me. And then he would always do free acting. You know, when you're, like, acting and reacting. And yeah. I would always get him. And he would be the drunk, and I would be the girl who would be smoking, who would be emo and off the off the rails. Because I would just take, basically, I would just take Marie and react to him as Marie. And he always singled me out for that. So, like, he'd come to school and, you know, do these um, recruiting summer school where we would spend the last week of school just doing activities. And he always singled me out. He's like, no, 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 you got to come do the acting. And then I would carry somebody through the entire day because it was like a full day, 8 a.m. to 6 at night. We would just do it so i got degraded with him and then my uncle was not a guy that could show love or affection so he would degrade me with his like jokes he he was funny but it was always like oh are you here again that was how he greeted me it's like oh you here again um or oh god crystal's here you like he would think of ways like just to pick it myself worth i think so now I've gotten to that Which point. Is the whole time? Yeah, yeah, like, and and that was that was growing up in Shetland because you had to have really tough skin to survive. Because if you stuck your head above the pulpit, you got shit thrown at you. Like you couldn't stand out, and I did. I stood out all the time because I don't know how to, f- I don't know how to blend in. I've never done it. I I just can't. It's not in me, and. Yeah, so like okay. I, so I think when he works with me, he assumes that I'm going to be this soft, gentle, fragile little person, and then what he realizes is actually I've kind of got a little bit of tougher exterior. So yeah, he does apologize, which is nice, um, but, but it does but, get yeah, what, it does get. I mean,
1: he's, he's just. I mean, why why does he apologize?
0: I think he feels like he's hurting my feelings. But and I, I, I don't know why he thinks that um because I said to him in a text once I'm like I this must be torture for you I'm really sorry like I wrote that to him one night never never text me back and then the other day he was talking to me and he, he was like he's like I'm really sorry if I come across as because he'll tell me that's not why he said we write it or
1: he repeats but, but think, it at think, me, you know? I think he I mean he liked the script from the beginning. I mean so it's not it's not like
0: I, I think because he's like, changed quite a bit of it that I think he yeah, feels it's not like that
1: much changed. I think I think the, yeah, this is this is the, the dialogue's is, changed a lot. Well the dialogue's changed but 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 it's it's yeah. the thing is the thing is that's always the, the interesting part when it comes to rewriting a script. Yeah. Um because I, I do a lot of work right I, I write my own scripts but I also do a lot of like Script work with other people, and I developed a lot of films. Not script script doctoring so much as I I, I'm producing or I'm directing that piece. I'm 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 giving notes, and this is this is the way I want it to go, and blah blah blah. And what I what I just see is like sometimes when it's like rewritten, it's like just sometimes the writer feels like it's major changes. Yeah, it's like it's not really. It's just basically. It's basically and that's the same thing you do as a director you're just trying to Visualize you're just trying to get everybody to make the same movie. So it's like yeah. if if so I'm I'm trying to plan so everybody from the location manager or or actually just location assistants to yep. set designer they have to have the same inner Image. inner movie in their head. Yeah. So basically we're all watching and trying to emulate the same movie we're seeing in our heads. And the the, the problem arises when there's a scene where people go, oh, I thought this was, I thought this was that, and you go, no, 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 it, it's this, yeah, and then then you've planted it wrong. So it's, but 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 those, I mean, those are just like small.
0: I think I think for me it was like I suddenly realized what he meant by, okay, you didn't explain this, or you we need yeah. to put this in because you've done this later on, but it there's no build up to it, or there's no reason for it to be there. So it's more about. It felt weird for me having, like, the gaps pointed out, I suppose.
1: Yeah, but there aren't gaps. I think that's only, like, that it's, like, tweaks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's tweaks, like, but I, I, it's, 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 like, I was like, oh, so so people maybe didn't pick that up when I wrote it the way that I did. And it's weird, because it, it kind of has made me look at it in a different, different way. Because when I went back and I looked at the 2019 script, and then I was comparing the two 20 pages, yeah. I'm like, this... One that me and him's worked on makes far more sense than this one, and I was like, "I the two thousand. I
1: read the two thousand nineteen. I read the.
0: Yeah, you did. Oh,
1: that's, that that's was the very okay, first so one, the one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just like, okay, yeah, there are big differences between the okay, so two thousand nineteen yeah, and the so today huge one. There are there are big differences, but 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 the They're structure good. and the story is the same. Yeah. So it's basically just adding stuff and and subtracting stuff that makes it more. <laughs> to the point basically.
0: yeah i have a yeah. tendency to, to waffle and joe gets onto to me for this all the time he's like stop waffling but in my head i'm not waffling in my head i'm explaining whatever it is that that, that my yeah. brain's coming up with but yeah it is it, most of the time i'm just waffling crap so it's been good because he's almost like teaching me to focus more like he'll he'll you know he's getting me to focus in on things more Well, you have to do
1: both, really, because if you if you write a script and you're focusing too much, the script's going to be too short. So it's like, yeah, exactly. He keeps me going
0: uh, as well, too. Yeah, because like there is times where, particularly when I'm rewriting, I will get to like ten percent into the the script and I'll go, ah, I'm not doing it. I'll go, you know, I'll go and find fifty other excuses not to write.
1: Um. Well, that's just that's just that's just writers, yeah. That's just writers, right?
0: (laughs) So he's really good at just. Because you know me, I like having random conversations when we're working. He doesn't let me away with that. No. So he will like, well, he's, he's, yeah. he makes me focus, which is super good because I get so easily distracted.
1: But it's funny you said that about, but because you find so many reasons why you shouldn't write yep. when you're writing. Did I tell you the story about, I'm not going to say the client because they would crucify me, but <laughs> I got it, I, I got it. <laughs>
0: That's funny, because uh, you made me laugh there, not because, of, because of who, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But so basically, so basically, I got a job. They said, okay, so we need five, um, five. We need five longer commercials. So every commercial was like 15, yep. ten to fifteen minutes long. Yeah. And they gave me four weeks to write it. So, so and they paid me. They paid me handsomely. Let's leave it at that. Uh, and so I, I I took it and I started doing it and and I I was I was sitting down the first day and I was like no no I'm gonna go for a walk no 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 I'm gonna go to the gym yep I need a cup of coffee and I yep. had all these reasons then my daughter came in from school no no I have to go to the park and I have to play yep. and now she's got soccer practice <laughs> we have to do that and then and then the weeks passed and I didn't I didn't write a word for the first three and like. Three weeks and a day, basically. Yeah. sorry, three weeks and four days, basically. Yeah. So Friday, I'm kind of freaking out, so I have to I have to send something by Monday morning. So Monday morning, they're supposed to get five scripts. Yeah. And okay, so 10, 10, 15 pages. It's not. It's, it's not that much. Thing. It's not
0: that much. But it, no,
1: but it's it's still. I it has to be something. Yeah. So I sat down and I played um, Moneyball, the soundtrack from Moneyball, the Brad Pitt, <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill film, and I just wrote five scripts, and yeah. I and I and I just. And, I, and then I sent it to them, and they were like, "Perfect, brilliant! This is this is this is just what, what what we wanted." Yeah. So what I've done over the past three weeks, which is basically walking around going fixing things in my head, yeah. and then I just put pen to paper uh, on Friday. Um, and actually, the film I'm doing this summer is actually the same thing. I had I had an idea, yeah. I wrote it really quickly, uh, and. And so I wrote the script really quickly, and then I did rewrites, but I didn't really do rewrites. The only thing I did because I'm dyslexic, so I, my spelling is like. Yeah, there we go. Yep. So, so when you read something I write, you go, I don't know if this is actual words. I mean, that that's like. Yeah, I've had that said to thing. me
0: recently, by the
1: way. Well, there you go. But I mean, but I mean, but but, and then basically what I did was I had someone help me. um Spell the words right in the script yeah. and then we send it to actors and the actors went this is really good yeah. how long did you work on this and they go well
0: <laughs> five minutes
1: <laughs> 30 minutes no, no 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 it's not 30 minutes but i'm just saying yeah it, it yeah bad.
0: yeah no yeah. but it, it's funny you say that because everyone says to me like recently i was sitting with my aunt in a coffee shop on one of my very few afternoons free because yeah. you know i've been very hands-on with this yeah. and So I'm sitting there and I'm explaining this this publishing deal I have where I have to release a book every month and I think there's gonna be like months where I do a couple of multiple releases. And they were saying to me, Oh my god, like how can you how can you survive that? Like they think this is gonna be my entire life, not realizing that I also do this podcast, I write scripts and I also um in technically in university. Um and I just said to her I'm like, When I can write I will do nothing but write. And then my house looks like a bombs hit because yeah. my husband's not great at housekeeping. And then when I have to, like, really... That, then I get periods where I just procrastinate to hell, which is usually when I get all my workouts done. And then I go and I do something else. Like, I then I go back and I write. Yeah. I have, like, over a 100 manuscripts that I'm sitting on.
1: Easily. Well, here is the thing, too. With that, that's something. That's actually something that that's good. You brought that up because that's actually yeah. something that uh, um, I I never throw anything you write away. No, neither do I. Know, no, because because you don't know when you are going to be able to use it. Because I I did it. I wrote a script and I wrote a, I, my first film, and then I wrote a script that I wanted to do as my second film. Yeah. Uh, and I, the, the reason I didn't do it was because it had it was very very personal to me. It was a very personal piece. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a it's a it's 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 not it's a very commercial film, but it has ha- it means a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, and then things happened in my life, and I went. I cannot make. I cannot do this film So I have yeah. to put it away. And then I did Emily, and then I did other stuff, like, escape road and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Because of just because well, you have to pay your bills as well. So you yeah. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh, but. But I'm actually taking this script back and I actually pitched it to people, and they go, "Why, why didn't you do this earlier?" Yeah. And I was like, "Because I, because I couldn't." But, but there's always there's, there's emotional always connections, this, yeah. Was what, that?
0: There's always emotional connections to everything you yeah. write.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it's 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 basically I spoke to a guy who he's he's writing these big big Netflix and Amazon projects, and yeah. it's like everything he writes, even though it's not being published or if it's not being filmed or produced or not, whatnot. You can just take snippets of that, so it's like yep. okay, I need this kind of scene. Well, I have a great scene here that was never used. I'll put that there.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I did yeah. that. I did that with. Um, Fighting for Love was one of my first wrestling erotica's I ever did, and I did this really cute scene where this girl takes a lollipop and she essentially ties the wrestler up in his in the ropes, and she teases him with this lollipop, and it's an incredibly hot scene, um, but it's not. It's not something I could ever use in a book again, but it—it's like the, I think I probably will use it in a film though. Um, but it, it's just such a visual kind, essential hmm. thing. So yeah, and I mean, what when I did I did a horror? I, I've only ever written one horror piece, and horror? yeah, I did a horror. Seriously. Oh,
1: uh, it's, it's the language barrier it's it's, it's the scottish dialect i, I heard hoarder I, oh I, yeah I, I, it's no, the, uh, it,
0: yeah because like i <laughs> i don't pronounce my h's and then sometimes i over pronounce my r's it depends on on how i'm talking but so my whole concept for that was this teenage boy blows up his high school and that's how it starts right he packs up his stuff he's kidnaps his sister, he blows up a high school, and then he goes on the run, and he essentially starts a cyber war with the UK. Because of how he's treated, right? Yeah. And, so I pitched it around, and I pitched it to a couple of publishers, and they told me, no one will ever make that. Never make that. Never publish that. Why? Because it, because I think it's because I blow up a school. Essentially.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right?
0: So... They were like, yeah, yeah, never do it. It'll kill your career, blah, blah, blah. So that book, Blood, is still sitting on my cloud somewhere. Yeah. Because it is a really, really, It's It's a hard-hitting story. It's about a kid who watches his mom and his dad get gunned down in front of him. He protects his sister, and then he has the guilt of that. And then he gets adopted, and then the adoption is essentially... They only adopted them for, you know, appearances... And he grows up in a very xenophobic, you know, community, yeah. and that's what leads him to blowing up the school because he thinks if he blows up the school, he stops the xenophobia, he kills the issue, kills the problem, he'll protect his sister. That
1: sounds pretty interesting. I mean, it sounds it's 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 brutal, but uh, but, but that yeah. was the
0: point. People said yeah. I was too brutal in the script, uh, in the script and in the book that no one no one should ever read it. No one should ever publish it. So. But for me, I was going through a period of, of super hate from my hometown. Like, I mm. I loathe my hometown. I was going through a lot of bad stuff. And it was my way of, of getting myself through it. So by, by doing this and writing this, it was my version of, well, screw you. You know? Like, I grew up with your xenophobia. I grew up with, you know, don't talk... Because there was this attitude in my school, you couldn't, if you were a Shetland girl, you couldn't date a guy outside the school that wasn't, like, that wasn't a Shetlander, right? Because you'd get bullied. You'd actually get bullied for that. It was a thing. And I always wanted to date an American, and I never got the opportunity because I, I literally got thrown down a flight of stairs for winking at one, right? Right? So, I realized I couldn't do it while I was there. And it kind of fostered this hate that I had for, for you know, for this xenophobia. I was I was literally watching unfold me. So, I wrote it. Um, and it's not... Violence is not the answer to something like that. But it makes people talk about it.
1: Mm.
0: You know, like, that was the whole point of this, was to... And, I mean, I, I had a meeting with... Um, it was the it was the Donald age uh, literacy agency in New York and they really liked the idea the concept but they just said that's just way to brew yeah. you know and I've never found anyone that isn't scared of it
1: there's just, there's a book about a school shooting um, there's a, a Swedish book about a school shooting yeah uh, I, it's called the uh, quicksand or, or something like that yeah uh, and and uh, I mean, it's it, it's just because we haven't had any school shootings in mm-hmm. we haven't had the knife things happen in schools, but but it's, yeah it's, we've had it's, one uh, in Scotland yeah yeah and I I think I, it was just it was to me it was to me I, I, I it was there's a there's a Netflix um, show about it as well I had I had issues with it because it's such a loaded subject
0: yeah um, it is yeah
1: that that and because it hasn't really it had it's happened in I love the show. I, I actually I even worked on the show to be honest. I yeah. forgot about that. But I did, but uh, it's and and I um, I had I had I had all these issues. Not not that I have had issues. It was more it was more moral things I was thinking about. So is this, should we do this?
0: Yeah, if, I was if, the is same. Is this yeah. something
1: we should do? And I think that would be the same argument that that you should have for this piece. It's like is this because if it's if it's somehow if it somehow justifies the action then then that could be
0: I think because automatic. I do it from inside cuz there's two points of view in my my writing on this one is I have the girl that's life is completely destroyed she's at college she yeah. leaves out he waits for her to leave right he yeah. waits for her to leave he kidnaps his sister he blows up the school but yeah. what he, what he doesn't realize is her parents are in the school So he technically kills her parents. And all her friends. So like she's one of the only ones of his class to survive. So she gets scooped up by the government. Because they're like well. If he took out the whole year. And she's still alive. Why is she still alive kind of thing. And she ends up. Being used. By the, the government to take him down. So the guy dies at the end. But. It's kind of the whole process of her realizing that this kid that she's always seen as this traumatized bullied child becoming the terrorist that she's now got to stop and she's got to put her entire life on the line to go and stop him because she's the only way they can get close to him. And it's not and in his mind, she's the love of his life. She was kind to him. She was there for him. He, he feels like he's doing this for her and his family. So in his yeah. mind, he thinks he's the hero, and in her mind, he's th- he's the villain. So it's kind of parallel. You're kind of getting to see both sides of the fence.
1: But I think that's always the case, right? Because if, yeah. if you do horrible acts, then then the person that actually commits the horrible acts, he, for some fucked up reason, they think that they are the heroes of that yeah. story. Uh, but, but I mean, that and that and that's where the art comes in.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's funny now, because blood is going to come out. Like... The publisher she I'm is? with. She's, she's releasing it. Yeah, she's going to release it. And wow. it is not going to be under my usual pen name. It's going to be under my crime pen name. But I'm going to get so much for doing it. Be- but I'm doing it.
1: Maybe not. Maybe oh,
0: not. I know. Like, every one of my readers is going to turn on me. I know it's going <laughs> to happen. So I'm kind of like, it's the only book, because it's so psychological based, I'm going to send it to a friend of mine in the States that we both know Um, because he, he would get it because psychologically, a lot of the way that my characters work has come from him. Mm. And you know, like I think I said this to him the other night, I'm like, I would never career if it wasn't for him because I would Mm. never be the writer that I am. If I hadn't had to study him, I actually have a stack of his DVDs sitting in my hallway Mm. that Derek gave me. Or I bought over the years because I was always curious as to how he was doing. Um, he is literally the only, pro- probably the only wrestler I ever followed after he yeah. went off TV. Literally. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Blood's coming out, which is gonna, gonna be interesting.
1: interesting. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna am I'm gonna sit here and follow it, see what
0: happens. Yeah, I might send you the pitch deck at some point.
1: Do it. Do it. I. It's, but. It's, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's just it comes down to it's like it's not
0: it's, like... it's not expensive to make though, to be honest with you, because it's not like there's huge explosions all the time or car chases or anything like that. It's like one major explosion, electrified collars, and some cyber stuff. I mean, it's not like it's a huge budget. Because hmm. I I, th- I think I I'd, I'd worked it out from a friend of mine, and he was like, "Oh, Dave Wilson, Dave Wilson. Oh, I love this guy." Like Dave Wilson's a good friend of mine, and he works post at Warner Brothers. Okay. So I sent it over to him. He was the first person to tell me waking up his wife had legs, and that that I was not to dump it. Essentially. That,
1: that, that you were not what? Not to dump go. it
0: because I was I was I was, I was actually going to give up entirely on it because I never won anything with it, and it never went anywhere, and I got turned away go. by so many people.
1: That sounds like it's going to work commercially. If you don't win anything, and and,
0: (laughs) no, they they literally, they literally said to me that um, wrestling was a commercially viable subject.
1: There was a few people who would say the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: And I went to I went to a couple places. uh, One of which had made um, it had John Moxley in it. It was a fighting film. Ah. This is when my brain farts and I can't remember. Sh-
1: I had absolutely no idea.
0: No, but th- far there's far. this. There's this really good one, and I think it's called Cage Fighter or Fighter something. And essentially, John Moxley goes from wrestling to an MMA cage, right? But AEW is involved in it. Okay. And I, so I went to them with the script, obviously. So I went to this uh, film company, and they literally told me wrestling doesn't make money so we're not doing any wrestling films even though I had pitched it just as a rom-com they took one look at it and said no it's a wrestling film Mm -hmm. no thank you I did the exact same thing with uh, I went to the Fighting With My Family production company and they said the same thing they're like and I'm like wait hold on a second Fighting With The Family made lots of money and you're telling me
1: that it's not violent? I don't know how much money that
0: made it did actually make money I checked yeah, yeah, it Yeah, but
1: it, it doesn't. That's that's where film the, the film industry is so uh, so hard to follow because you don't it doesn't really matter how much it makes at the box office.
0: Well, it but, made profit because they have recorded saying it was it, it made profit because I remember that conversation with somebody else. It did it make pro-
1: profit. Well, most likely, it did because it had a pretty good cast. But I mean, yeah. I'm just saying that. And they had the
0: WWE behind it as well, so
1: yeah. But whoever a film makes in, at the box office does not necessarily mean. A friend of mine did a film. Uh, they made it for sixty thousand. Yeah. Sixty. I think it was sixty thousand. Yeah. Hundred thousand. Let's say, say hundred. Uh, and they went to a distributor, and the distributor didn't want it. And then he said, then they then then the the filmmaker said, all right, if I get this and this many likes on social media, you have to buy it. Yeah. And and they went all right because it was like this insane number that was like. They were not supposed to be able to do it. Yeah. Started releasing like snippets of the film and just like things from the film, uh, and it just skyrocketed. So it just blew away. And they went back to the to the distributor and said, "All right, so we got the we got the social media following. You have to buy it now." Yeah. And he took another look at it. The distributor took another look at it and said, "All right, I'll pay you a million for it." Yeah. So you get a million. So you're you'll make ten times what you paid for it. Uh, yeah. Um, and what would happen was. So they made a million, super happy, this is, this is, I mean, great deal, yeah, brilliant sure, deal, I mean, they really, made a shitload yeah. of money, everybody who was involved made tons of money, and they, everybody was happy. Yeah. Problem was, the film was released, and that film made, well, a bunch money. Yeah. So the distributor made, but but the deal they had was, it, it was a buyout, so here you get a million. Ah, uh, okay, so they got the fucked, yeah. So they yeah. got, well, and this happens, I mean.
0: It happens all the time, yeah. It happens
1: all the time, so it's like. I've heard stories of that, yeah. Yeah, I've heard
0: stories of that. It's funny because one of the things with being in the Writers Association, uh, Romance Writers Association, um, I know that like when Waking's at that point of release, I can take it to all the conventions, and that will make it super popular because they don't have a lot of films that gets their trailers premi premiered at these conventions, right? So, it's going to be interesting, because I think, like, no, if I know when it's coming, like, when the trailer will be out, I can then set that up. And the thing about romance is, if you get the romance people involved, especially the associations, the hunger that comes from yeah. that is insane. Like, my friend uh, Heidi, she was on the show, she wrote the book Forever, Forever My Girl, and... No. I think it was, like, within a week she sold the film rights. Yeah. And that was through a a lovely woman called Maggie Marr, who I know quite well. And it was Maggie Marr that said waking up his wife could be massive. Could be massive. She's actually also one of the only believers in in, uh, kayfabe as well.
1: One of the the things things to to consider is cast matters. Oh gosh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but and here's the on th- this one. <laughs> we, on, on,
0: on this one we've or, had a lot of debates. Let's be honest. We've debated this a lot.
1: No, we haven't really I mean, it's not it's not really that much of a debate. It's like the, the Well, no, that we no, is, no.
0: Me is, and my writers debated a lot.
1: Yeah, but that's fair. that's a different. That's the, the, the stars. I mean, yeah. the, the other parts absolutely, but the, t- the stars attached. I mean, of course we can't say anything because of because
0: legal of, reasons,
1: yeah. Yeah, legal reasons. Uh, but, cast matters.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially he, with... In romance, right, this is what I've learned in my... Okay, I'm not going to say how long I've been doing this. But, because <laughs> it makes me feel old. Because I was 19 when I got into to publishing. But what I've learned is, you need to have smoking hot guys. The girls don't have to be as smoking, as long as the guys are. Because it's mostly, you've got a bigger woman audience, right? Have things that draw their eyes to their crotch. Have abs. Have lots of special scenes that makes women go, Ooh, Ooh, you know. And there you go. That that is like the entire secret chemistry to something that's extremely salable and commercialized, right? Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. I don't write that way. But hey ho. So. <laughs> What I find is funny is I literally got my publishing contract from Taiham Press based off of what I wrote in Summer of Him. Mm. And Summer of Him was just a very wet dream that I had about one wrestling. That's it. That was the whole premise. That was the whole thing that triggered it. I'm not going to say who it is because it'll get awkward and I don't want him.
1: You can say it. You can say it. It's me. It's me. I of mean, we, we you. shouldn't let that beat around the court. Of course, it's you. Oh. <laughs> You know, um, I don't have the abs, I don't have the presence, but I mean, otherwise, I have everything you have got the you charisma, say.
0: you've got the charisma, you've charisma going, oh, you know you.
1: Um, I don't have the abs though, and I don't have the thing Oh, well, we'll get in you the crops.
0: abs, it, it's fine, I'll stick you in a room with Joe for two weeks And then you'll have abs, you're fine oh, I would
1: die probably Yeah, right. he...
0: <laughs> it's funny, because like, everyone assumes he works out super, super, super hard But he doesn't, and he still it's looks good the...
1: But but that's a, that's a, it, it, my wife is the same way. She's like she looks at a treadmill and she gets fit. I have to work so hard to. I can't say anything
0: because like, like yeah. Yeah, but
1: we're we're like the polar opposite. She looks at a treadmill and she she gets a washboard stomach. Yeah, and I look at a donut and I'm I get like three like rolls of fat. In. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, how does this? I would I would rather have it the other way. But she's it's, yeah. it's yeah. I know.
0: Well, but, he, here's the, here's the thing that always makes people. You know, wary around me is I don't eat a lot, right? I never eat a lot. I've never been a big ear. However, I work out for five minutes, my abs comes back, right? My you, my muscles likes, and my I legs really comes back. I look well defined. I look toned. The only thing that I've never gotten to look like they're not sticks has been my arms. Never happens. No. But saying that. I, I can eat... Well, I'm supposed to eat 5,000 calories a day. When I'm being lazy, I might eat, like, 3,000. Technically. Yeah. Which means I'm losing weight. And then I get paranoid about my weight, so then I'll, like, I'll go to the 6,000 calories for, like, three weeks. Especially if I know I'm going to get weighed by my doctor, because he, he threatens me with, like, all sorts if my weight drops to, like, a certain level. I think it's like 32 kilos and then I get hospitalized.
1: That's the deal. 32? I think I'm like 90.
0: I weigh (laughs) in right now at 42. There you go. That's how much I weigh. But because I have like... They can't prove this because every blood test that comes back says I have a normal thyroid level. Right? But I don't. Because who can drop weight? Like I can literally drop 10 kilos in a week. You know, and that's because I'll have maybe one meal a day, because I don't feel hunger. I've but never I felt it. You, I, think I, th- I, think,
1: I, th- I think you can. I think I think you I think that's normal. I mean, it's I've, just nev-
0: that... I've never really met anybody like that though. And I've no. I've been in like the anorex because they thought I had anorexia. I don't. Yeah. Um, so they dragged me in and they they made me go to the anorexia ward, which was hilarious because I actually ate better than the ones that was on the ward. But I don't throw up. Right? I don't go to loo. I don't throw up. Because I, I don't see the point in that. I don't drink shit tons of water, which is another way you can you can lose weight, by the way. Is if you constantly fill your stomach with water.
1: Because then you don't eat? Or why?
0: Well, basically, if you fill your stomach with water, your stomach thinks
1: it's full. Ah, uh, okay. So that's okay. So that's,
0: that's one way I've seen girls do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just never did... I never got the point of it. Right? It's the same with drugs. Like, all my friends did drugs. I have to take eight tablets... I'm now at eight tablets a day, which is pretty fucking good for me. I went from, like, 20 to, to eight in a year. I don't see the appeal to have to take stuff you don't... You know, like, I already know I have to get up and say, all right, I've got to this, 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 and this. Yeah. I never got the the joy of going and taking other stuff, either. So I never got into drugs derek put me off needles because i have a needle phobia i am absolutely petrified of needles so the fact that i had to stick him with steroids and god knows what else in his ass that put me off even though i have got tattoos which is hilarious it's that bad normally when i go in for a blood test ian will cover my eyes because i have passed out just seeing the needle
1: I can't see it. I, I can't see it either. I'm not, I, 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 it doesn't hurt. It's not that. I it's just not can't
0: that. See. It's the seeing it. It's the yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get I get all like, uh, and then I go, boom. And, yeah. you know, because my blood pressure drops too low. That's the other thing I can do. Uh, if I'm... It's a party trick I do. They hook me up to the blood pressure cuff. And if I'm completely relaxed, I am... Barely out of cardiac arrhythmia. Like, my, my whole heart drops really low, my blood pressure becomes, like, non-existent, and they freak out. Like, I send machines crazy, right? So what they do now is if they're going to do my blood pressure, they make Ian sit next to me, and Ian annoys me whenever he has to come to hospitals or doctors, So he, so my blood pressure comes up to normal levels when he's in the room with me. And that's, that's the only reason I ever get in and out of hospital because he will sit next to me. When I was in ICU, I set off the, um, the monitors every like three hours. So they were, they were, they literally had to sit a nurse next to my bed. Cause like yeah. I couldn't relax too much because I would send the machine off. So she would talk to me every so often, just like, and then if I did, cause I do meditation and every time I meditate, my heart rate goes dangerously low. So they were trying to get me not to meditate the entire time. So when cool. you
1: sleep, is this the same thing? Yeah. Is it, it, is, yeah.
0: it was funny because before I got traked—that's what that is—three years ago, Nah, two years ago, but it'll be three in August. Because basically, they 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 put me to sleep before they put the airway in. So yeah. my jaw wasn't my jaw didn't have any joints, so my bones slid back and cut my airway off. Right. So they freaked, and they, they, they cranked me, as they call it. And they discovered that my cartilage was non-existent in my neck, which could have been all the years of me dancing. and Because every time I dance, I would get injured, and the arthritis would get into the injuries, and that's what yeah. they thought was what had happened. So that's why I had sleep apnea, was because there was nothing between my air pipe and the muscle. So the muscle was essentially flattening my my airway and that's why i was stopping breathing when i was sleeping at night but that surgery actually they fixed it (laughs) so they ended up doing two surgeries that they never thought they would have to do um for one basically but yeah so i came back from sepsis through that yeah that was that was my that was like my turning around and being like okay can't piss my life away anymore. i really have to actually try.
1: Uh,
0: So, yeah. Uh, I lost my wedding that time around. (laughs) You
1: lost your what?
0: I was supposed to... I was supposed to get married... I went in to get my jaws put in the week before my marriage. My marriage date. Mm. And they phoned Ian. Ian was getting a suit. So he's driving back from Helmsborough. And they phoned him and they said, now, don't panic, Ian. But... (laughs) Crystal stopped breathing on the operating table. Um, do we have your permission?
1: That was the opening. Someone. Seriously, yeah. he's
0: doing eighty. He ends up doing like eighty to the hospital, right? But the opening line was, uh, "We're you know, don't panic," Ian. And then they they said, "Are you driving?" He said, "Yes." They said, "Pull over." He did not pull over. He kept driving, and then they told him, uh, "Do we have your permission to?" put a breathing tube in Crystal's neck. They've already done it, right? But (laughs) they phoned him to ask him permission after they did it, which I thought was hilarious. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes. I'm on my way. And so I come round in ICU. I have no glasses on, so I can't read the words that's on the wall because you know what dyslexia is like if your eyes are all screwed up, right? All I see is I and C and you, right? And I know, fuck, something's gone wrong. And they literally have me pinned on the bed. Like, this woman's holding me still. And that's when I discovered that they'd screwed up. And this was the head of anesthesiologist, the head Mm. anesthesiologist. And I basically wrote, you must be shit at your job if this happened. That was my opening line to her. Like when they finally allowed me to talk, that was my opening line. You must be shitting at your job.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, I survived. I had a yeah. wicked ass dream about my co-writer though. <laughs> I was more pissed that I woke up from that than I was about, <laughs> about what they'd done to me, but you know. It was, it was one of those really, like, I always had the best dreams when they knock me out, which always turn into books every time I'd be knocked out I've written a hell of a book afterwards I don't know why help. that is
1: it can help I mean it, 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 it must be something
0: people... in the drugs or something right
1: yeah but there's a lot of people that I mean there's a lot of people who write drinking red wine mm-hmm. and they do, do stuff because it, it's it's about getting out of your own way kind of it's like it's like no, if you true. have a tendency to be I I, 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 I fix the script in a, in a fever dream I got a really high fever uh, I got c- uh, COVID Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. I, I was really sick, and 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 I didn't write anything because I was just way too sick to write anything. But I, I, kind of for some reason I processed this thing in my head. Yeah. And then I sent the the feedback to the writers, and they were like, "How did you come up with this shit, Fever Green?"
0: Fever dream, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So it's like, so so there are there, there's something to it. I I like walks. <laughs> it's not as sexy. It's not as sexy as drugs or, or alcohol, but but I like I like because it's it's yeah. a way of. But it's a way of getting getting away getting away from your own
0: I th- I think I away. feel like I understand my co-writer now more than I did before because for like half a year I was on fentanyl Yeah. right which is it's not it's not your baby drug stuff right it's 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 it's, it's fucking amazing stuff right
1: Yeah.
0: So they had me on fentanyl patches. See the shit I came up with? when I was like on that stuff was amazing but I couldn't sleep on it and I have a weird drug tolerance because I I use so many painkillers over the years I can't take paracetamol because I'm allergic to it I can't Mm. take ibuprofen because I'm allergic to it Mm. so any drug that I get given has to be the high-end stuff Mm. which is fantastic because it means I have the best dreams and I write like a, I write like a mad woman. But, but, I
1: mean, yeah.
0: That, that, that's because all my inhibitions disappear. Which is not a good thing, cause then I have impulsive buying and I send yeah, really I mean, impulsive are... text messages that I really shouldn't send. You know?
1: <laughs> shit happens, I mean, but, yeah. but, but the writing's good. <laughs>
0: oh yeah! Like, <laughs> so, I mean, but, but I,
1: mean <laughs>
0: I wrote but this... Waking in three days, originally. Yeah. Um, I, and then I edited I, it in like 14 hours. And that was just based off of me taking stuff, like, no. for my pain. And I was, I mean, getting your TMI joints replaced, that shit hurts. That shit really does hurt.
1: But, but I mean, when Van Gogh was cutting his own ear off, I don't think he was.
0: No. <laughs> but, I mean, I was, I was addicted to pain anyway when I was younger because. Yeah. When you're physically in pain with arthritis, you look for a reason to be in pain. So when you dance, or at least when we were dancing, we were looking to hurt each other so that we had a reason to feel, you know, for being in pain, which is insane to me now that I think back on it. Like I I literally got my nose broken and I walked off the dance floor afterwards laughing. Mm. Because the nose pain didn't even come close To what the rest of the pain in my body felt like And that's scary too,
1: When you're on stage And when you're doing your thing yeah, You pay for it afterwards You don't pay for it during
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I literally
1: so
0: I watched back uh, I never watched my stuff back But I watched back Introducing Pix Which was the character I came up with After Marie But I still have the Marie look And it was after I injured my neck And you can tell in that dance video that I'm holding my neck and my shoulders funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm pulling off the moves and stuff. Like, I'm doing all solo stuff, which I never do. And then I'm like, I might show you it, but it yeah. stays between us. Um,
1: <laughs> well, I can't prompt. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but it, it was just I look so wooden, and I cannot watch it because I criticize it to like the nth degree. But my husband, when he first saw it, he was like wow like it just like god is more running and i'm like i don't see that i don't see what everybody else well, sees
1: there's 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 a difference between and this is this is also this also is the, if writing it's it's yeah. directing it's 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 dancing it's singing it's everything yeah. it's like technique is great but passion is greater i mean yeah. it's just like there's oh no, i had passion no in that dance, yeah. i mean yeah. i'd rather see something that's not technically perfect but there's a lot of shitload of passion behind it yeah. than technically perfection because technical perfection is boring. yeah like that's not and i think
0: because because i was so anal like when i was dancing i did want it perfection and I, well, it got in my way for
1: Perfection is, is what's you what's can't you strong.
0: can't get perfection in, in a passion
1: you track. can't get perfection yeah. in anything you can't and as long as there's as long as there's more people than you involved, there's no way to get perfection. But yeah. that's the beauty of it, and 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 um, yeah.
0: So I was I was taking a bet with Ian the other night. I'm like, how long do you think it'll uh, I it would be on set before I chase Raven around the set, or like, cause he's acting in it, obviously. But cause like I so know he's gonna say something, and I'll it'll be like a short joke or something, and then my little fiery Scottishness is gonna come out and. You're just gonna see I mean, this comedy act of me chasing him up and down the, the set, you know.
1: I here's the thing. I think this. I think a behind the scenes version of this film would be fairly interesting. Yeah. Are we
0: not? Are we not gonna do some sort of like sit down interview or something?
1: Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah. also, also just filming all the shit that's gonna go
0: on oh, behind it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's it's it's. I mean it. it, it there's so many. There's so many different. There's wrestling. There's comedy. There's there's drama. There's violence. I mean, there's so many things going on in this film. Yeah. Um. And there are. There and are I'm totally five, gonna get lost. Quite big egos, so to speak. Yeah. If you want to be, if without saying, and with, without naming names, there's there's a couple of there's a couple of. I don't even know how to talk about this without ruining anything. or, or storming, no. Well, I
0: mean, but, we but, we can we can. Dance it's going to be stuff. nuts. Basically.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. That's, there's, there's a lot of things that's going to be both. Uh, there's there, there's incredibly big set pieces. Um, Gosh, gotcha. yeah.
0: But here's like here here's something that a lot of my friends have said to me lately. They're like, Crystal, how <laughs> is your ego gonna fit in with everybody else? And I'm like, but my ego is not even close to some of the ones we have got back there. Like No. no. So my ego is not even like an issue on it. But I think because they know me personally, they think my ego is like the size of the fucking Empire State Building, and I'm like, no, I just I don't back down when I think I'm right. That's my only issue. Like,
1: but I, I've never I've never seen I've never seen anyone. I mean, anyone I've haven't I've never seen anyone in the in the creative industry that if if a person mm-hmm. fights for their opinion. Yeah. Because most of the time, when people get annoyed, is when people don't have opinions. When people yeah. go, oh, I don't know, then that—that's what—that's what's annoying. But if I always have
0: told, an opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right.
1: No, but I mean, but that's, but I mean, that's that's life in general. You can have an opinion. It Doesn't mean you're right. You could you could have the, you could have an opinion, and that could come from the wrong information. Then then that, yeah. that happens. But I mean, but I think I think that's that's the. I mean, that's what everybody. Want. We, yeah. we we want everybody to have a point of view. We want everybody to have passion for what they're doing. And I and think then there's going to be conflict, but that's just the way it is.
0: Everybody I work with always says I take feedback really well, which is actually you're a you. lie.
1: Well, okay, so okay, you, maybe you don't, but but from <laughs> from,
0: from, <laughs> from what you so guys we, see, I do.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. so you, well then you then you you play pretend really well. So you kind of you kind of because you do take feedback really well, but, but I don't see what, what happens when we turn the camera off or when, when I'm leaving is like that. But I mean, that's, and, and that's
0: it's, that's, it's funny because I can almost be like, I sometimes I can just shrug it off like, and be like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, um, yeah. if it, if I can see the point behind it, then I don't have that moment of, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's like, if I don't see where it's coming from, or I don't see the validity of it. I just go, "Oh, they're talking out of their ass." Like I, I can just almost like flip it off.
1: Well, well that's always an issue when it comes to, especially when yeah. it comes to, to scripts, because because it, it's sometimes you go, sometimes you get feedback from people on scripts, and it's like, "Well, you didn't read the script."
0: No, I mean because
1: no. it, and here's the thing too: books are a little bit easier because. Who is not. No, no, I, I'm not, not. I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you read a book and it actually works, then then you 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 can understand it. But but, whoops, sorry.
0: You're all right. <laughs> this happens on the show all the time. I,
1: it's someone. It's my color grader trying to call me uh, regarding a film that is not out yet, but it's almost done. Uh... He's exporting it for, and, and he he doesn't need me, so it doesn't matter. But but uh, um.
0: Yeah, but cuz see the thing that I argue, right, is you get readers of books who don't actually read the book but yeah. would go on and say could not finish it. Or those people you know? don't
1: matter. Whatever, Those people are just I mean, those people don't matter. But, it, but it's yeah. just like I'm saying I'm saying professional people yeah. even there's even professional people who who will who are the ones like
0: editors are phenomenal editors that for that this yeah.
1: don't don't read it closely enough and don't follow the logic closely enough. And yeah. They go, "Well, this doesn't work." I had someone it, it, someone text me once saying, "All right, we need to change the scene because cause there's too much there's too there's too much um, stunt work in the scene." Mm-hmm. But it clearly says that 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 in the scene that we don't see what's going on, we hear what's going on. Yeah. So so the camera is, is with a person observing it and not, and that's the point of the scenes. So we
0: we've like, had that conversation about the wrestling scenes, so yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Good. Well, I mean, so this is but th- this is this is so it's like. And it was—it's just, just—it's just weird when someone so so they didn't—they they read it quickly and then they misunderstood what actually what text yeah. is actually saying. And yeah, it's um, and it, it doesn't matter. It's like it doesn't—that doesn't affect me as a person. But it's a—it's just like there there are, there's there's a tendency to try to sift through the the, the 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 feedback you get and you go, okay, so this is because he's an idiot. Yeah. And this is because.
0: And I, I have to look on it that way. Like, yeah. I think that's why people think I take it so well. I mean, don't get me wrong, when I come off with writing, um, with so-and-so, I kind of, like, I kind of vibrate, I suppose, with the way that Ian put it. Like, you, I, I am so restless.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, I'm either restless or I pass the hell out. And usually if I pass the hell out, it's been a good session because I'm not full of adrenaline and I'm not, you know, overworking myself. Mm. But then if I don't and I feel like it's a bad session where I feel like we haven't really done anything then I have the the whole kind of jitteriness and I end up kind of vibrating especially when they turn around and say vaguely uh, I think we'll work such and such a day and then I never hear from that person to actually lock down a time or lock the day in which is really annoying and then I, I kind of spent the whole day anticipating that they're coming on and then obviously they don't come on and then I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. So Ian's kind of gotten used to saying, okay, are we going out in the car today? Especially because it's a heat wave and I don't know what to do with myself. Because um, if I'm warm, I I'm more, I'm more want to move around. I want to do stuff. But it's really bad for my husband because he can't be out in sunlight.
1: Ooh, why? He Ooh.
0: has light sensitivity. His eyes are so blue that when the light hits them, it actually bleaches them white, so you can't see his iris at all. Mm. So he gets um, migraines and things like that. Yeah. So he can't go out in sunlight all the time. But me, I can't get enough of it. Like I will, I will write more. I dance more. I move more. I I I actually go for walks, which is peop- you know anyone who knows me knows that I don't do that usually. And I, cause I get so restless because there's sunlight and then when winter comes, I become this complete hermit and he has to like pretty much put TNT under my ass to get me out the door because I don't like getting wet. I don't like the rain. I don't like the cold. So it, yeah, we're totally opposites. And I, I am praying that I do not spend the winter in Scotland this year. <laughs> that's my, that's my goal this year. Not to be... Not to be in somewhere cold for the winter. To be warm. Yeah, there we go.
1: That's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Um... You,
0: you're gonna have to get me out somewhere nice and warm so I can, like, not have to spend friggin' winter Because, and... I like, I don't have... Vit... Like, that's the thing. I don't store vitamin D. So, every you time... Don't
1: do oh, you don't store vitamin D? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah
0: like, my, my illness actually burns it. They actually discovered that genetically, I don't hold on to vitamin D. So... I have to be in sunlight, otherwise yeah. I don't, you know, I don't absorb it through tablets very well. And if it gets too low, I have to go in and get an IV, and the IV sucks. It actually sucks. Mm. Because it makes you feel like dog crap for like four days. Like, I, every time I get it, I'm like, why am I so sick when it's just minerals and vitamins? Mm. And it's because my body's not used to it. My body's like, what mm. the f- is this? So, Hopefully, when one of our stars is on the show, he can hook me up with some vitamin drips to keep me going while we're on I don't on know set. which one
1: that is, but all right, uh,
0: I'll... Uh, I'll introduce you.
1: All right, he cool.
0: he he is he is part of it, so yeah, but okay. he does it, and he swears by them. So there might be like a morning that we just like don't go to set early. We just go go and get vitamin drips and stuff. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, let's do it.
0: I think well no because because if you think about it how much coffee you and I drink like mm. our vitamin levels must be like it must. Coffee's be good time. for you
1: though. Coffee's good. I, I, that's what I. My my, oh,
0: cardiolo- oh. my cardiologist would disagree with you on that. Yeah, like, well,
1: let's not let's not go into facts. Let's just stay and stay <laughs> in my fact bubble. Let's not let's not. I mean, it's this is this is alternative facts. <laughs>
0: alternative. Okay, so so we're kind of all right. Okay, we're going that way. No, no I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying. I I my my point of view is that coffee's good for you
0: yeah but uh, not when you're drinking like six to eight cups like i am
1: i I mean 12 is all right right no
0: no apparently <laughs> not no so yeah but no like this person he's like total super healthy guy and he goes and he gets like these vitamin drops and all this sort of stuff and he looks phenomenal just because he takes care of his body so i'm like I may have to might have to get a boost while I'm there like I'll, I'll just get a vitamin top up electric lights top up or whatever and because they're, they're fantastic when you're like on rock bottom because you've overworked yourself
1: I'm gonna have one selfie in the gym in the morning really you' you' going to do that i'm gonna I'm gonna put that on face uh, on instagram and just be like
0: oh is, my gosh. this is my
1: this is my this is how what my life looks like right now because I'm going to look like the smallest human being.
0: I'll stand over. next to you, like, right? I'll, I'll stand well, no, next well,
1: to you. Well, it could be both of us, but it, yeah. we're still going to look like it's like it's going to be like, who are those two? Are they <laughs> people?
0: <laughs> yeah. But no, like, okay, right. I think what we should do, and this is just for a laugh, co-writer, you, me, and Joe in a picture, right?
1: Yeah, but still, we're going to be really small compared to If you put
0: two. me in the middle, right, it's going to make you look taller, point one. Because I'm you. I'm five foot one and a half, right?
1: How tall is Joe? Six two. All
0: right. Yeah. And then the other one is six one, but to be fair, he's he's put on the beef, so.
1: But he and they're also like massively mm-hmm. wide.
0: Yeah, so, and then we yeah. put you in the middle, and then me slightly in front of like him. He can probably rest his arm on my shoulder because this is what most of them do. Like, I'll be walking along, doing my thing, and one of them will come up behind me, and he just drops his his arm around my shoulders. And it's weird, because he's like, oh, you're the perfect height. Even Ian does this. He'll literally walk along the street with me with his arm on my shoulders going, oh, you're a nice armrest. (laughs) Like, what the f-? So, yeah, but, I mean, that's just me, though. I don't wear heels. I always wear sneakers. And if I do wear heels, it's because I'm having to do some author thing. I detest, but, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not I'm not a heel, heel girl, but I still have the sway and the swagger and, you know, and all the rest uh, of it, we'll but, but yeah, that. we should do that photo, that should be our, our first day photo, I will have all my hair chopped, so I won't have all this crap going on, but, yeah.
1: We'll, we'll do that, and then we'll do the cast, and, and with the cast, I'm going to look at, they're going to keep, I'm going to go, is, there, is that a car there, or is that a new being, and, <laughs> Well, what
0: the what the hell do you think they're going to say when they look at me?
1: Well, it's it's going to be funny. It's going to be it's because
0: it's be like nice. I, I mean I say to I say to Joe I'm forty three kilos and he goes I lift like three times that <laughs> right <laughs>
1: but so we don't really need a gym they could just bench you and I yeah and then that would be that yeah. would be all we have to do it's like we don't yeah. it's,
0: it's not like like because I I make this joke like Derek one of the the spots we used to do was he would put me. He would grab my legs, usually about halfway up my thigh, and underneath my oxers, and he would bench press me. Yeah. And at that time, I was only like 36 kilos, give or take. So, to him, it was nothing, because when he was in the gym, he would do like 80, 90, easily. Hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, honestly, the amount of times I'm going to get picked up and stuck on somebody's shoulder or... Somebody's just going to pick me up just to, like, see how heavy I actually am is going to be... That's the thing that will annoy me. I'll be walking along and then my legs won't be touching the floor anymore because somebody will scoop to me. (laughs) And then you'll just hear me going,
1: Put me the fuck down! (laughs) You know? My my biggest thing is going to be to see my seven-year-old, she's turning seven soon...
0: Rolling Uh, around in a ring. What? Rolling around in the ring.
1: Yeah. That's gonna be That's gonna be a lot of fun
0: Cause uh, Joe's jo- gonna do that Cause Joe's gonna get bored I mean he's gonna be yeah. like Oh there's a wrestling ring Fuck it I'll go in there
1: And she then was, she's she, gonna she's Explore
0: been, And she'll she's find been him running
1: around sets since she was little And yeah. she's She was not in my last film So she's always like An expert or something Yeah And she was really pissed She was like Daddy Why am I not in your film I'm like Cause, cause you're not an actress And I'm against child abuse
0: Yeah
1: And And And, and uh And uh And um and she's and it's it's uh yeah no she she she's just I don't know, she just Th- that's
0: it. what I was gonna bring up with you. Have you seen the amount of authors that are appearing in their stuff now?
1: Yeah.
0: How I crazy is that?
1: Where, War, Warren Buffett, you know who that yeah, is. Right?
0: Yeah,
1: He was in um, Jurassic World. Probably the first one. The first yeah. one that came out like like 2016. He's he's in that for like one shot. He grabs his drinks and he runs away, and and a, yeah. and a and a thing, a raptor, whatever they call it, the flying, yeah. lizards grabs him. So there's well, a lot of that, and, and Stanley. Yeah,
0: I was looking. I was looking online, right? So,
1: and cop, just for clarification, I do not think Warren, Warren Buffett is a writer of this.
0: Okay, <laughs> so, okay.
1: Don't,
0: don't. <laughs> so, like every author I know, so Rachel Kane, she had a, a vampire series, which by the way, you would absolutely adore. It's on Ooh. YouTube. So if you look up. Um, Morganville Vampires Mm. most underrated YA vampire series going oh crap I actually need to I need to tell my co-writer I was in a comic book I actually appear in a vampire comic book called the Vampire Mob and I end up as two extras in, in that like I drive the getaway car in the second one and I appear out of the shadows in the first one I don't know what I'm even doing in it, but, um. But yeah, every author I know who's had their stuff made, they make appearances, like mm. Rachel Kane seen in the, the cafe writing on her computer. Um, Heidi appears in the film in Forever Girl, and she's actually just about to do her second one. Her mm. sequel is coming out, um, and she's apparently doing a cameo in it. Like every author I know has done a cameo at some point in their in their stuff, and I'm like, what is with what is that like what what's with that? but I can oh, understand easter,
1: it. it it's just easter eggs it's just it's just it's, it's yeah
0: it's, it's to draw the fans in I think
1: well it's also for try to get the rewatch basically yeah. it's just it's just to try to it it's it's uh we did that for commercials a lot like along when I did a lot of commercials, we did a lot a lot of that too, yeah. To, to, to try and mess with rivaling companies we put stuff in that could possibly probably or most likely be the rivaling company that we beat uh, but it, okay. it also it also was kind of vague so we couldn't get sued basically <laughs> and yeah so we did that a lot for different things but it, it's it's just basically to get to try and get someone to talk about it to try and yeah. get to try and get a conflict started
0: I just, I mean um, I've got like I know at some point I have to write the trailers for the books, and I, yeah. I hate that, because I don't like writing trailers.
1: Do you write the trailers? Do you mm-hmm. write
0: the... Yeah, the book trailers, yeah.
1: Alright, so but, you just don't edit it, no.
0: Well, the thing is, like, because obviously we're doing Waking as a movie, I'm like, well, I don't really need to write that trailer, because we can just pinch from the film for the book, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, But with, like, Summer of Him, I actually have to come up with a trailer at some point. Yeah. But the audiobook's coming out. The audiobook right. trailer's coming out. Um, and I, I wrote the trailer for that, which is kind of weird, because I'd never done an audiobook script before, which, you know.
1: Do, do they ever, because in the film industry, you, you, you always let someone else, well, not always, but I mean, yeah. most people let other people edit, edit their trailers, just because you want... Well, that I mean, I, I,
0: think, I think the publisher's going to ask you about it, but, um... We, generally, we have to come up with what to put in the trailer. Yeah. And before, because I had no money, essentially, and I was a poor author, I used to just grab stuff from, like, the internet and put it together in a really crappy trailer. And that's what would get stuck out. But now, it's like, because I'm getting to that next level and I actually need to think about what I'm doing, I have to write a trailer and then find some poor bugger to make it. (laughs) find people to star in it uh, just to sell mm. it you know and it, it it's much more work than I think the publisher realizes
1: when when did that start because that's something that's fairly new to me that you made trail I mean I, I know this is six going seven up. years ago yeah exactly okay, yeah six, six or seven, seven
0: years ago did it's it
1: deal with, the, with the internet or was it it was, it just it was a...
0: a little bit but it was more because um, Twilight did something similar ah, okay right. and but she used t-shirts like she put out funny sayings on t-shirts and okay. then you know that's what took off in fact remember to me to have a conversation with you after this about that about
1: um i only wear t-shirts i don't wear anything
0: no 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 <laughs> trust me I've, I've got i've got something <laughs> for you but anyway so yeah so it became a thing and then of course i was broke so i just used i used to do it myself i used to edit the, the footage together and that would be it but I never did that with Marie's World because me and Joe always wanted to get in the same room and put together a trailer just me and him, with me, him, and, me and him fighting, or me and, you know, like a scene from Marie's World itself yeah. to kind of sell the series. But because of the way that Joe's schedule works and my schedule's work, we've never actually been in the same room or in the same country at the same time. Well, no, we've been in the same country, we've just not been in the same room together. So it's never worked out, if you get my drift. Yeah. Whereas, um, I'm hoping with me and him being in the same room, I might get a scene with me and him to promote the series. Because every time any reader has ever read Marie's World, they always see me in it. And it's so weird, because I think whenever Marie's World becomes a, a series, everyone's just going to automatically see me as Marie, because I've always been the presentation of her. Um, and Joe's always been the presentation of Charlie. So it's going to be kind of hilarious for, for viewers to go from being so used to Joe and me to then seeing somebody else. Yeah. So yeah, at some point, me and Joe... Like, that was something me and him had talked about, that when he comes over for media next time, me and him will just write up a scene and we'll do it. Um, but I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull more people into it and try and make it yeah. bigger. But, yeah. yeah. It's too much work otherwise.
1: Well, it, it's, 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 it's a proper... Shoot. Yeah, mean, that's the thing. That's, well, that's I mean, like,
0: uh, we were just gonna grab a cell phone and you know do it on the cell phone. We were just yeah, gonna be lazy the about the it, you know.
1: But there's planning involved. There's writing involved. There's acting involved. There's yeah. all that. Yeah. You can make a, you can make a feature film off of your cell phone. I mean, the cell phones yeah. are great. Too. Oh, I've that's
0: seen something. it. I've seen it. Yeah. But, um, it's kind of funny because like we were we were trying to think of what were we were gonna do. So we might have you cameo. The book.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I would love to. You know. I could be the rest of beating the shit out of Joe.
0: Oh, right. that would be hilarious. <laughs> no. I, no, I, I that would pay would be for that. Okay, that, that is. One. I'm going to so tell Joe this.
1: No, like, no, that you is You can it. tell him. You can tell him. Oh. I, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll hide my. I'll, I'll, I'll get a secret address so he won't be able to find me. Uh, well, no,
0: if we're awaking, we're then that's where we were thinking about shooting the book trailer for Marie's World. Well, you oh, guys no. were away filming. We were just going to do it in the ring.
1: Did I just. Did I just. Did I just. Um, did I just just something that we might oh that? Yeah.
0: yeah, you just signed yourself up for that now. I did,
1: didn't I? Did, I yeah.
0: yeah, unless you can convince um, my co-writer to do it.
1: Well, I, I I pay him to do it.
0: You okay? You do know what his fee is, right?
1: <laughs> I, I well, fuck. All right, so I am screwed to be honest. There we go. Yeah, because like
0: he's he's gonna he's gonna be like, oh yeah, I want to see this. So me oh. and him will be sitting pissing ourselves on the sidelines. This,
1: would actually be a good way to start the shoot, so we could yeah. do so. All right, so everybody, welcome, welcome. This we're gonna have, we're gonna have the, the Marcus beat up
0: Joe for five minutes. Yeah,
1: this is the first read through of the script, and then for the main event, we're gonna have the stupid director try and beat up a wrestler. Well, that didn't work. No, it didn't. No,
0: especially <laughs> when Joe clotheslines you and you lie on the mat for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I. Or he let's locks have, you in a submission until you tap we, out, you know. Yeah, but let's let's have a think. Let's have a think before we decide to do this. I think I think I I'm gonna I'm gonna consult my wife. No, she says no. Sorry.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> saw so That's, that's home, not gonna fly wife. with the boys. That's not gonna fly. <laughs> there's there's a reason, right? That I stay behind the scenes because I get myself in trouble when I'm in the audience because I do participate and usually my participation leads me to doing stupid shit. So, yeah. I normally hide in the back, um, but Joe's actually talking about getting me to walk around in the ring so that I can mm-hmm. feel the difference between the dance floor and what a ring feels like.
1: Yeah, smart.
0: But, I also have a feeling that that's going to lead to other things. I'm not stupid. I know he's going to want to do something with Marie and Charlie in the ring. Like, I know it's coming, but, yeah, so. But what I think is funny is that when I wrote all of uh, Marie's scenes with Harold, I had to picture acting those scenes with, Ra- with uh, Raven. Yeah. Because when I originally I needed a face, I was like, "Who could be more evil than Marie?" And it was really hard because we were sitting and we were running through all these different wrestlers. And I'm like, no, that guy doesn't come across as intelligent enough. Or, ah, no, he's he's too violent. She wouldn't she wouldn't date him or whatever. And then we ended up with uh, with Marine and, and and obviously Raven, which we I didn't I didn't when I was like thinking of his real name, I'm like, ah, he doesn't. He kind of looks like a king of England or something. You know, he had that kind of kingish. Yeah. yeah look about him so I was like, Oh, he can be Harold and then Joe's like, Oh my gosh, Harold's like the worst name ever And then it stuck. And we ended up with Harold so So tell me if you're a viewer, tell me what's the thing that you think is going to be the most attractive thing about this film. Like what is it that they need to see at a waking? Yeah. You've gotta you gotta pick what's what would make them Go into the theater and sit in the seats. What is it that they have to see? Oh. <sighs> I don't it, throw easy questions on the show. No,
1: no, no. It's not that. It's just no. It's it's it, it's how to answer. I know without... what it is. I know what it is. But it's also that's also kind of the surprise with the uh, with the. Okay, uh, so I
0: think I know what you mean. Actually,
1: yeah. It's it's it's. I don't want to say that because I didn't want to spoil. Well, pick
0: things. something out of the script then. What's that pick something out of the script?
1: Well, the, for the opening scene, the, the, how the film opens. Really? That's gonna be no. Well, the well, almost how the film opens. The the before the before the, the right.
0: The That's one, not my favorite scene, by the way.
1: I know, but but my favorite be, scene
0: got deleted, so.
1: Okay, I didn't know that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, 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 my, the, I like the naughty, open...
0: s- like okay. I'm a romance writer, so I like writing the naughty scenes, and you know how yeah. good I'm at that because I gave you yeah. an example, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But that got cut, so it the did.
1: opening the, the opening scene of the film will will have everybody thrown um, completely sideways, down. yeah, because yeah, it's like they're 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 you're going to expect something, and then it's going to be something totally different, and it's going to go into what you expect, and then it's going to get out of it again, and come back to what you expect yeah. it to be, yeah. and then there's going to be this big crescendo at the end where you go. Holy shit! Yeah. What did uh, I just
0: watch? Yeah.
1: The the biggest appeal will be something that I can't really talk about. No, because then I would have to spoil things about the the film and also about the cast, and that would be a an issue. Um,
0: Okay, as a director, an issue
1: as well, because I'd be sued. (laughs)
0: Yeah. What What are you most excited about as as the director of this? Like, what's the thing that's making you most excited?
1: The blend, the blend of not the blend of genres, the blend, the the blend of pacing in the film, the blend hmm. between, between the the, the the comedic aspects of it, where it's almost farcical to the to the <laughs> yeah, to it is it actually? <laughs> yeah, to the deep down dives into like brutal honesty of of relationships between people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, there is that brutal honesty, and I think it's funny because when I'm writing. I'm almost sort of tackling my own rule set, yeah. Because it's like I have to put myself into. I don't think this is what my co-writer actually realizes, but when I write, I actually step into the shoes of whatever character I'm doing. So it's almost like I become emotionally attached to whoever I'm writing with because yeah. you're you're having an intimate experience with writing it, yeah. And that's kind of what. I kind of bring across is that there is that intimacy when you're writing about it and then at the same time I think it's very awkward as well because you know this, is, this isn't somebody you necessarily know very well and then you have that kind of back and forth
1: that's the that's the thing when it comes from a, when the script goes to the director and then you because that intimate dance between the people that has to come through
0: oh it does
1: through I think the, it does the... anyway no, I know, but, but but I mean, it has to translate through the director, through the DOP to the camera operator, yeah. who's actually yeah. the, who's the one that's closest to the actors. Yeah. So it's it's like picking picking the right DOP for the project is it's, it's, it's essential. But, yes, but, I can't
0: wait but, to hear how you're getting on with that.
1: Well, it's I, it's also <laughs> there's so many secrets to this project, but it's 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 going well, <laughs> but 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 then also picking the camera operator cuz 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 that's going to be most, hard
0: that is going to that? be that's going to be hard finding the right that's person gonna be
1: hard. it's going to be it's just it's just a process we would just have to yeah. pick the right one we have to pick someone who has the sensibility to be close you you to
0: might eye. need to have a conversation with my partner in crime then
1: cuz he might have he a good have, idea
0: he, he might have a good idea or joe might have a good idea
1: but oh, to be good honest
0: good. with you i would i would talk to bill i think you know
1: well, I think I think I, I I don't I don't think I'm going to talk to any one of them actually because, really? because I want to, no because because it's, it's considering
0: not, like uh, how many years that they've done that and you don't want to ask them.
1: Well, they haven't done film. The writer has, but the the the, the so we're not doing. No, well, that's true. Film. True. Yeah. So it's like there there are so it's it's. Um, it's uh, no all their all their all everything they have and all their experience they have we will have to translate that into a working film. Yeah, so, I suppose
0: yeah, that's right. So
1: whoever they like as a dop doesn't really matter to me because I have to like them. So then... so I
0: have to ask: when you read this <laughs> twenty pages, do you get, do you actually feel like there's an intimacy coming through from me and this person, or has that not really kind of translated yet?
1: No, my, you know, I, I gave you feedback on it twenty pages, and, and and but it has to...
0: kind of. All yeah, I got I... was a word, one word answer. Really, isn't feedback but okay? No,
1: no, but, but, but the, <laughs> so this is really good. There are things that we have to cut down. In oh yeah, pages. yeah.
0: So, but so, but I, we're, I, we're... I knew that was coming anyway. Yeah, so... but I mean
1: that. But that that's we just that's something we agree on anyways. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's uh
0: we may have to have a meeting about that though. What was that? We might actually have to have a meeting with my. Partner in crime on that
1: one. We'll, 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 we'll fix it, figure it out. That's not a problem. It's like what I said before too. There's the distributors, there's the sales agents, there's
0: the partners yeah. We all we're all gonna have to you know give and take. But I'm just saying it would be interesting to hear that conversation with me sitting quietly on the sidelines. Uh, i am wanting to be the fly on the wall for this one. I don't want to be cut out of this phone call.
1: <laughs> I do this all the time. I don't. Yeah. It, it, this is. It's it, it's, it's, fu-
0: fun- it's funny to me because. I argue probably a well seventy five to eighty percent of the time. Like if I think, well, waffling, but at the same time, there's almost like a respect level where I go, oh, okay, he's done this longer than me. I should shut up and listen to him, you know, because
1: he yeah, has done it longer than me. The the, the problem is, and this is actually something I, I uh, something that David Fincher said a long time ago.
0: Yeah, the
1: pe- the person who gets the most most. Uh, uh, praise, yeah, and the most criticism is always the director, and and so he is the one who has. Us writers are invisible. Exactly, but it's like, but but that's 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 it's bad when they, there's a lot of praise because then the director gets all the praise and he gets praised for things that he had nothing to do with. Yeah, but he also gets blamed for everything that he also had nothing to do with. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day you have to you have to shoot something that you actually believe in. So that's why there are gonna be things where I go, Well it has to be this way. I feel kind of I feel like...
0: sorry for the poor person that you're gonna to stick to follow me around with a camera. What's that? I feel sorry for whoever is like the cameraman that's following us behind the stage. Because <laughs> like why? all you're gonna see is me going, You're in my way for the coffee maker. Move or die. <laughs> You know? We're not going
1: to have to go to the coffee maker They're always going to bring coffee to us That's the best thing about being
0: Well, yeah, no, well, god, that'll be even worse Because every time I finish one Or I put my cup down and I turn around Somebody else is going to hand me another coffee And I'm going to be like, Ooh. And then by the time Ian gets me at the end of the day I'm going to be like <laughs> <laughs> Vibrating across the floor And he's going to be like, how much coffee did you have today? And I'll be like, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> or you gonna find me in the gym at like midnight trying to burn no, off a all bike the coffee? Game.
1: Like a crazy person. That's, yeah, well, that's I'll fun. probably
0: be stretching actually because no, like right. that's my thing. Like I like to to I do like yoga stretching, dance posing because all that builds your flexibility, and your moti- mo- mobility, yeah. <laughs> big word. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So, what's the thing you're dreading the most about this?
1: The dreading the most I don't I mean I don't oh. <laughs> what that
0: I know what it is <laughs> I know why I am anyway
1: for, for you or for me or no for, for
0: you for, but I know I what mean, mine is
1: I don't to be honest I don't I mean this is this is the ride I mean this is this is like
0: for me it's the flight
1: oh alright yeah okay that well you're right well that's probably yeah okay because be I mean if light. you think
0: about it I've got a fourteen-hour flight. Yours will be what, fifteen?
1: Well, it depends on where we. Depends on, well, yeah, something like 15, 16. It's it's not that. I much just harder. hope to
0: God we don't fly to Philly, though.
1: I, I I I mean, yeah, that's probably when it comes to the, the process of actually making movies. It's 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 such a blessing to be able to do it. So, so yeah, I, I mean, really... I love
0: I love being around the set and around everybody. My thing is always the travel part. Like, I get really excited yeah. on planes and stuff, and then I then I fall asleep. And I always feel guilty, because I'm always with Ian. Mm. And I sleep, and he doesn't. So by the time I get to the hotel, I'm, like, fully rested, ready to go, want to go off and do something. And he's, like, the zombie, you know? Mm. He, he crashes. And it's like, you know, I always yeah. feel guilty for that. Because I, I'm always the one that's going, I can't sleep, I need to go do something. He, I I want to go do this. I want to go do that, and he's like, "Shut up and go sleep." You know. Yeah.
1: It's going to be a long time over over the pond. So I, I can actually. What I'm actually going to be fretting most is like, the situation with the family. Yeah. How, oh, where yeah. uh, where my daughter is going to go? I
0: I have to figure out how to, because I was like, well, we. I don't know how long we're going to be gone for. So I was like trying to figure out, do I take the cats with me?
1: Yeah, we've had the same conversation. Do we? Do we? Because we're going really? to bring. I'm going to bring my my daughter of course, of course so she's yeah. going to go to school where we're shooting it yeah uh but we have a cat and it's like can we can't leave the cat
0: no well i mean i got two and my fur babies are literally my fur babies yeah. Yeah. so i was like because my i had to i had to ask my dad i was like my dad he said to my dad i'm like i know you're retiring can you take care of my two cats if i have to go and he's like
1: really, Crystal? And I'm like, it, yeah. It, it's kind of like giving them away, though, because it's
0: like... It, it is it, a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, just, like, I, and I don't want to, to do that, because, I mean, honestly, if you saw some of the stuff they do, like, my oldest one tries to drink my husband's milk from the cereal, while he's eating it, by the way, which is absolutely hilarious. And then my youngest one also tries to do it, so it's almost like the two of them are battling over him for the milk. And I, I just find that funny. And then... Yeah there's like these really cute moments where they lie next to him and they fall asleep and they hold his hand and then you're just like aww but yeah like I I, th- I don't know like because I was saying to Ian if I find out how long we're going to be out there then we can make arrangements but
1: well I mean for you it might not be that I mean because for me it's, 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 it's I mean it's entire post production. Like, well it's,
0: yeah you've got entire post but I don't know Well, what I'm, I'm executive and I'm a writer so.
1: Well, I mean, you're not going to be in, in, in the edit suite every day. So I get to leave be, after that, then? Well, I mean, no, no, but I mean, for, yeah, during the during the shooting, you're going to be there pretty much every day. Um, yeah.
0: Annoying you, probably.
1: But shooting isn't the, I mean, okay, granted, there's not that many special effects in this one, so it's basically, it, there's a little bit, but it's 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 more, it's more basically when we're done editing, we're done. Not yeah. really, but, but pretty much. Uh, and, um. And I know their sound and stuff like that, but I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, uh, you can but,
0: see you can see how interested mine is because he's playing Peekaboo I can't with see you. Ma-
1: oh, there he is! Yeah, there he, he
0: is. He's actually in peak, playing Peekaboo with you for like five minutes.
1: <laughs> I, I saw him before. He was up, he was yeah. He, but, com- um. he
0: comes around and he likes to see who I'm talking. He's like there, and then so my cat comes and sees him, and then leaves again. Yeah. But it's like a constant rotation. They just yeah. come around in circles, <laughs> and it's so hard to type. Well, my cat's doing circles to see if he's gone away yet, and of course there's times when he screeches, and then if my cat's lying at my feet and he screeches, my cat literally jumps into the air, lands on the foot of my my armrest, and I nearly get flipped out the chair, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, so this is this is funny, but yeah, I'll edit that in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you take that out, but we have to wrap this up anyway. Yeah, cause we do. Two, yeah, cause we've done two hours.
0: hours. I'll probably I'll probably wrap it at, like uh I'll, yeah i'll i'll cut it down this way yeah. so you survived the book and life podcast and <laughs> you're coming back with joe